It is now 7 p.m. across the Eastern Caribbean islands and the east coast of North America. Welcome to Journeys the Talk Show. We are streaming live on Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. This week on Journeys, champion, 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 champion jockey, Muddy, Muddy Mike Smith. Welcome to Journeys the Talk Show. Journeys helps to record the history of local and international jockeys, trainers, grooms, and horsemen who work throughout Barbados, the United States of America, Canada, the UK, and in countries from all over the world. Journeys is hosted by Sean Hall, coming to you live from the Caribbean island of Barbados. Co-hosted by Leroy Trotman, streaming to you live from Toronto, Canada. And I'm Brett Callahan, coming to you live from my island home of Barbados. Our weekly talk show, Journeys, is proudly sponsored by the Barbados Turf Club, horse racing at the Garrison Savannah, the Barbados Tourism Market and Inc., who is inviting all of our listeners to come and visit Barbados, and mpequine.com, McKee Pownell Equine Services and Veterinary Care, providing sports horse medicine which addresses the needs of competitive horses with the goal of maximizing their athletic performance and prolonging their competitive careers. Today on our show we're excited to have champion jockey Big Money Mike Smith as our featured special guest in our season one episode 12 finale. Mike Smith is an American champion jockey who has been one of the leading riders in U.S. thoroughbred racing since the early 1990s. Mike was inducted into the National Museum of Ho Racing and Hall of Fame in 2003 and won the most Breeders' Cup races of any jockey with 27 Breeders' Cup wins. Mike Smith is also the third leading jockey of all time in earnings with over $336 million. In 2018, jockey Mike Smith rode Justify to the Triple Crown, becoming the oldest jockey to win the title at age 52. Mike Smith earned his 5,000th victory of his Hall of Fame racing career when he teamed up with 2011 Sprint Champion Amazombie to capture the $150,000 Potrero Grande Stakes a grade two event at Santa Anita Park on April 7th, 2012. On December 28th, 
2019, Mike Smith surpassed Jerry Bailey for the most grade one wins by a jockey with 217 winners. This is our season one finale of our live broadcasts, and we return in our next scheduled live talk show on July 20th, 2022. We've got a number of improvements and enhancements to accomplish in delivering a bigger and better broadcast production to you in two weeks' time. If you wish to sponsor our show or run any suitable commercials that mesh with our live broadcasts based in North America, Canada, and Barbados, please be sure to let us know at your earliest convenience. Our sponsored time slots are getting filled rather quickly due to our success in Season 1, so contact us now so we can make you a part of our show. It's now time to introduce you to our hosts, Sean Hall and Leroy Trotman. Good night, hey, guys. Good night, guys. What's going on? Very cool good. Here. All's cool over here. Nice, beautiful weather. We're expecting some rain, which we can do it because the place is dry. How about you yes. guys down there? I see you guys been getting a little bit of crazy weather. I saw some um, WhatsApp things with the beach with the sea moss and stuff down there, man. That looks pretty crazy down there. Yes, we have a lot of sargassum seaweed that's coming in this morning. We didn't go this morning because of the bad weather but yesterday it wasn't too bad yesterday but the day before yeah it was crazy man well luckily the rain showers that we did have helped wash away the same sargassum seaweed so they also cleaned up and washed up the beaches so it kind of helped as well (laughs) great okay well Well, we got a we got an excited show ahead of us because it's our season finale and we want to go with a bang and i think we're going with a bang because you got one of the greatest Riders, we think, in North America, on board with us tonight. So Over two hundred Grade One wins, man. That's crazy. Let's make it excited. <laughs> let's make it excited. Well, you know, Leroy, as usual, I gotta start. A cheers to you. Cheers to good night, guys. What's that you drinking, Sean? I'm drinking more. more. I'm, this this show is going to be so sweet. I, I I I last time I said it was going to be sweet, so I I think I was going to hype it again. More so cane you, juice. You're, and not, not, not only just a small cup this time, you have a big bottle. I've got a big bottle now. So you're, just, you're just rubbing it in now. Yes, I'm rubbing it in. And this okay. is confidence my buddy Garvey, who grows the cane on his own land. So this is it's amazing. Organic. You see, organic stuff you got you got organic there. Stuff. Organic, straight from the, 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 the I got the, stopped the other day from a guy who, who, who wanted to know I got this can. I said, Yeah, you know now, sir, Garvey. Wow. Sean, St. you keep Thomas. it up. Thanks. Thank, if I'm St. Thomas, too, that's where I'm from, yes, eh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Drink, St. Thomas. Yeah. So, you, cheers. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Cheers, Sean. I can drink my water. You drink your water, and I'm drinking. Yeah. So, this has got me a little We're hype. We're all with water right? tonight. It's going to get me a little hype, all this sweetness, okay. you know? Just, just rub it in, Sean. Just continue rubbing I'm it in, Sean. I'm going to continue to rub it in, because you, you're right. a big guy, and you're uh-huh. very far away, so I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> all right well well, guys it's so exciting let all of our listeners know we got a number of segments coming up um first off um with mckee pownell equine services and veterinary care one of our proud sponsors Mm -hmm. and we have a segment with them and marnie raymond who's an equine body worker and certified equine massage therapist um At working at McKee Pownell Equine Services. So we'd like to introduce to you and to all of our listeners. Welcome, Marnie. 
Hi. Hi, Marnie. How are you? Thanks for having me. I have to say, after hearing Mike's intro, I feel like I've just been napping for 40 years. I mean, I <laughs> Mike's a, has accomplished so much. It's, yes. it's great to have my him today. coming up. <laughs> big money Mike. Yeah. Big money Mike. So Not so big at? money Marnie. I'm well. How are you guys? We're good, man. Very good. Good. You well, got some interesting things to, to teach us and to tell us about here. Sean, you go ahead. You take yes, over this. I, I mean, this is part of the. I really like your part of um, you know, dealing with horses because I think it's a very important part. This is the part where you see a lot of horses who work on, on hard surfaces, they get all jarred up. And I just want to find from you how much damage does a horse have to endure, I would say. Training, working on hard surfaces day after day. Tell me what that does to the body. I mean, well, you can imagine for yourself too, if you're running on cement all day long, you're going to get shin splints. Your yes. knees are going to start to hurt. It's the same situation. You're going to start seeing lesions in the soft tissue. You're going to yes. get some bruising in that bone in, this, in the fetlock, and it's just going to go up. And then it's just going to compensate. You're going to compensate up into the neck muscles, which as a racehorse, you know that these muscles yes. and this neck needs to move. It needs to move. Those are the trigger points. Absolutely. So, yes. it, and it's just the body's then going to start compensating and it's going to find other ways to use itself, which are not natural ways for the horse to move. And then it's just going to start more issues. All right. I think it's very important for people to know that. I didn't pay for you to say that. <laughs> oh well please <laughs> I just, yeah, I, this is things i'm noticing man i'm seeing horses here we, we, we just had a race here where the whole air class feels is in, in, in shattered four horses you know what i mean and these horses are breaking down faster than you know maybe we have horses coming in and you know people gotta understand if they're training horses on a hard surface all the time race on a hard track things that this is going to happen yeah, I think people need to remember that the same things that would happen to us if we're working on heart surfaces yes. all the time are happening to them too. And while they yes. can't visibly say, oh, you know, my my leg hurts today, you know, mm -hmm. we have, it's our job. Horses yes. are athletes because we ask them to be athletes. You know, right. if they were out in the wild somewhere, they aren't going to be like, come on guys, let's go jump a six foot course. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's not. So we have to, it's our job then as the people who ask them to do this stuff, to recognize there's issues and to use things like body work and veterinary care to help keep them feeling their best. Plus you want to win. So why would you, you know, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how often do horses have to see somebody like you? Uh, I mean, Especially it depends on, it depends on what the horse does. So mm -hmm. if you've got uh, you know, a race horse or a big jumper, like I want to see them at least, every two weeks kind of in the, in the thick of the season, you know, mm -hmm. just to stay on top of things. But yes. when horses are off or pleasure horses, four to five weeks, I call maintenance. Mm -hmm. um, but when they're in the thick of it, let's just keep doing it. You know? Okay. Mm -hmm. So Marty, I mean, I'm in North America. Sean is in the Caribbean. Um, yep. They have the ocean there. I mean, something that I wish that we had up here, we have probably mm -hmm swimming pools and stuff like that but sean has the ocean yeah yeah now, quite often 
<laughs> yeah, you guys go quite often. You go five video, times yeah. a week, Sean. <laughs> and on my end, we have races Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. We tend to work horses every seven days going into a race. Yeah. I'm not sure what Sean and those guys down there, how often they work their horses, what their working schedule is. Their racing schedule is not as much as ours. So things Sometimes change. Sometimes working twice a week, though. Twice a week. That's yeah. a week is seven days. Yeah, they race the work on Wednesday and back on Saturday again. And then most probably for the races, they work them back Wednesday again. You know what okay. I mean? That's the norm here in Barbados. Yeah. I mean, I work my horses a week apart, but I I, I I can't come out here and follow what these guys are doing. I know it's crazy, but Okay. You know, All right. I call it putting in the work. Okay. This horse right. no good. He doesn't put in the work. Okay. You know, right. guys putting in the work and they're breaking them down all left, right, center. Don't mind you for that, fellas. Keep it up. More okay. I'm not. Even, I'm not about knocking anybody and what they do and how they do things because everybody's different. Everybody has yeah, a different yeah. way of training horses. Everybody has a different way. Uh, you know, everything about the game. Everybody has their way of doing it, but. From Sean, what Sean said, but your guys are in North America where you're closer to where we are. So for us that doing what we do up here from the point of running, working every seven days, we're running uh, four days a week. Not this those same horses, but a lot of guys would come back maybe 20 days. Mm -hmm. Some guys might come back in 14 days. And usually when a guy works around a horse, he'll come back and work it. If his next work sometimes will be 14 days. Some guys might not right. come back because there's a race there to run in. So those horses still, I see from what, when I'm at the track, I see a lot of choir practice, I saw Artie Poncho, today I see a guy doing some Artie Poncho on the horse. Like, how much is that helping our horses? I mean, look at my Tremendously. <laughs> well, I want to hear from you, because you're the person who's doing the work to the source. I mean, we see the results, sometimes you see horses go there and the smile, and it looks like they have a smile on their face. Yeah, I mean, well, who doesn't have a smile on their face after getting a massage, right? I'm yeah. Very true. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's, it's a tough question to answer, uh, only in the sense that I believe in it so much that, mm -hmm. you know, I believe that if you want to keep an animal going and happy yeah. and comfortable long term. Yes, long term. That's correct. Then it's necessary. It's Good necessary. Word. Completely necessary, yeah. Okay, so all right, and since, fair. Since you're saying it's a tougher question to ask, what I'm trying to um, get my point is getting at too with that is because you're doing a lot of work massaging and stuff like that. Sometimes yeah. in North America, because we're on the fast lane, which the Barbian guys are more, I say, on the slow lane, we yeah. tend to want to get into those joints a little more and do those things. But how much can we do to help avoid doing that much joint work and stuff like that with the body work that you can help us with? Okay, so I mean, if you're using massage or PMF, which I use, uh, pulse electromagnetic field therapy, stuff like tools like that. When you, and if you're if you're restoring mobility and you're releasing tension in the body and you're allowing for those fluids to move more through all the processes of the body, your body's going to last longer. It's not going to break down as fast. Mm -hmm. You have to stay on top of it, though. You can't be like, oh, if I had one massage, it feels great, and then sit on it, you know, put it on the shelf for a month. It has to be repetitive, these things, if you're really mm -hmm. going to stay on top of it. Correct. And if, again, if you want that horse to work long term, it's necessary to keep it up, for sure. And what about when you're doing massage 
I, I know that sometimes when you massage horses, it, it seems to release some toxins into the body where they could get a little tight and a little sore. How far out should you massage a horse from a race? Uh, I recommend two days, at mm -hmm. least 48 hours. Um, it's the same with horses that are, you know, big jumpers and dressage horses. Mm -hmm. You know, some, some horses are excellent. They feel great the next day. Right. Some take three or four days to feel normal again. Right. It's about, yeah, I think you have to try it. And I mm -hmm. think you need to get on the horse and feel it out. And it's, it's different for each horse. Just like some horses respond better to chiropractor and acupuncture and some respond better to massage. It's mm -hmm. just something that you, it, it's a bit trial and error. Like you have to figure out right. what formula works for what horse okay. it takes me three days to recover from a massage. And I know that, so yeah. I'm careful for weak. a bit, but some horses are like, Oh my God, I feel great. Take me out now. So it's and, just a matter of knowing. That and that, and that can be, that can be very tricky too. Like what you just said, the horse can feel so much better. And then, cause uh, uh, the question I want to ask is after you put that much work into massaging your horse and all that, yeah. how aggressive can you go back into training the next year? How much more can you do or how much less should you do? The next day um so the next day uh i, I mean I, I haven't worked on a lot of thoroughbreds we work on a lot more sport horses the next day i ask people to get on stretch it out feel it out and let the horse kind of let you know what they're feeling mm -hmm. a little bit like yeah. if they feel like oh you know what i feel like i can do a bit more then do a bit more but if they're a little bit more standoffish then listen to it just listen to it for a couple days mm -hmm. okay and then go <laughs> yeah. yeah, only because I I've been around chiropractic guys, and a lot of guys would say, you know, next day they prefer you to take the horse out and jog it than to go there and you know get into a nice strong gallop or something like that. Because yeah, you know that's why I asked that question. I want them to move for sure. Yeah, like yes. being stagnant and sitting in a stall is not going to help the situation. Mm -hmm. I want them to move, but I want them to move. And think about it a little, yeah, bit. a little bit at a time this is Don't where my it. body's at this is how i'm feeling now like yes. you know it's a totally different feeling so they need to make that kind of adjustment so and and if you had to get aggressive doing your work to a horse in that day and you found that you were a little bit aggressive and you found it hit a lot of spots would you medicate that horse after like for instance just give him an anti-inflammatory or painkiller or something or, I personally wouldn't because I'm no, not no. allowed to do that no, no, no. Again, But I won't stop you. <laughs> no, but I'm just asking a person because you, you you don't do a lot of the third braids, but you do a lot of the show jumping and stuff like that. And I mean, yeah. as in the third braid field, we're about the next day, the next day, the next day. And let's get when we can get to the next race. Sure. Because our, and like I said before, our game is horse racing, but our, our business is winning. Right. right. Well, let me say this. Um, you you certainly can give them. <laughs> I have yes. to be careful, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I'm not a vet. I can't prescribe such things. Um, but, you know, if, if you recognize that it was a bit of a tough massage and and you think a little anti-inflammatories would help move things along, then. Well, you have a lovely video <laughs> that you provided us with, Marnie. I would like to run this video so our viewers can see what it is you do. Can you lead us through this video? Sure, let's do it. Um, so obviously this is just massage here. I'm just working some shoulder muscles. End of the day, my favorite tool is always my hands. Mm -hmm. I can feel so much 
using my hands, you know, I can feel those muscles unwinding, uncoiling. I can feel when they make that release, when that heat starts to dissipate. I mean, I love my hands. I should insure them. <laughs> it's, my, it's my greatest asset for sure. <laughs> and again, that's just more massage technique there. And then this is the PEMF, the Pulse Electromagnetic Field Therapy. So uh -huh. that's going to improve performance, range of motion. It's going to help reduce inflammation. Uh -huh. And then physiotaping. Physiotaping we're starting to use more and more. Um, right. It's, it's, it's an easy thing to do, and it's super effective. Super effective. Is, did that give you a lot of support? Can you do that and then use bed wrap over that, or do you just use that and leave it by itself? So um, I... At the farm, when we use it, I prefer to use it like if I'm doing a suspensory like support tape and I'm supporting that fetlock, the horse can yes. stand in a stall with just that on because I've provided a lot of support. But okay. if you're going to go out and run it or yes. in, and work it, then you yes. can certainly wrap over top of it for that okay. duration and then just take it off. And it, mm. it stays on. It stays on for weeks sometimes through rain, wow. water. You can bath them. But it just offers. It's like suspenders if you're doing yes, those support. legs. Hold that. Yeah, yeah totally. Support. And like great that. for, you know, uh, for backs. If you've got a course that has a notorious sore back, you can yes. put some tape on there and it's just going to lift that skin and let that fascia move around underneath. Yes. yes. And that's, so it's like having a massage for, you know, 10 days in a row. So if you, mm -hmm. the, it's a neat little trick too. I really like it. Okay. I find that the back is a place that really starts all the trouble. So, I mean, if, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does everything. And then we sit on it. So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't, yes. Yes. it doesn't help. So and Would you do that also for the, um, the, the shoulder and that kind of points there too, or not really? I'll tape anything. Wow. Anything. Wow. Anything. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> we can tape a face for sinus issues. We can yes. do neck support. We can do inflammation. Horses who get like lymphangitis, you can tape up and help get that lymph fluid moving yes. out of there. Right. It's really useful and that's effective great, and easy. Yeah. I, 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 that's something I, I think I must learn now. Huh? I, I think I'll, be, I'll give you a call to. Hook me up. <laughs> okay. I'll send you some tape and a few uh, a few ideas, but I love, I love it. We see a lot of soft tissue injuries, and it's a yes. super easy way to support that. Just that little bit more when they're in the stall all the time, especially yes. in the summer when it's hot. Like leg mm -hmm. wraps get so hot, and it just puts more heat into that mm -hmm. leg. So you can really take that that away. When I'm in Barbados, we're, we're hot. Yeah. All year round. <laughs> 365 we're gonna days. We're going to get you. We're gonna so, get you some, some tape. Yeah, I think we need to. You know what? I've got an idea. I'll yes. come down and show you how All to use right. it. All right. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Everyone yes. wants to come to Barbados. I'm hoping to bring you the whole veterinary. Um, all the doctors to Barbados. I, I mean, I'll be talking to Mike about it and see. You know, we can have a uh, what do you call it? A, a retreat to Barbados. How about oh, that? I like that. Let's wow. do it. Yes. yes. Let's do it. I'll talk to him about it tomorrow. Oh, yes. I think he's listening now, Mike. <laughs> well, we're going to Barbados. <laughs> well, we thank you so much, Marnie, for your oh, coming online you. to support our equine athletes. Um, the right. team over at mpequine.com, McKee Pownell Equine Services and Veterinary Care, they provide sports horse medicine which addresses the needs of competitive horses with the goal of maximizing their athletic performance and prolonging their competitive 
careers. So thank you, Marnie, and the thank entire you. team for joining with us. Keep it I hope way. Mike can follow that up because it's going to be <laughs> good luck. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marnie. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Bye -bye. Thank you. All right, guys. I mean, yes. like, Marnie's doing so much hands on therapy with those horses, our equine athletes. Just totally fits well with our um, program here at Journeys. Yes. But who wants to do the introduction? Sean? I'll leave it well, to you I, for I, our I, next Leroy, Wow, the pressure's Leroy. on here. The pressure's on Leroy. Introduce the, to introduce the winningless Breeders' Cup winner. Yes. No, on a, no, no I, I'm, I'm nervous doing this. I can't oh, find words. Come on, words Leroy. Come on you can do wow. it. I'm, you I'm, can I'm, do I'm, it, big guy. I got, I got the jitters here just trying <laughs> oh, to introduce no. this guy, man. <laughs> Over over two hundred. Cool, I know he's cool, but I mean, introducing a guy of this—I mean, from a little boy growing up, hearing about yes. Mike Smith, watching Mike Smith, doing the things Mike Smith have done—you could, you can only have jitters just introducing a guy like this. All right. But let's let's just bring Mike Smith, Mike Smith one of the man. greatest right. writers in North America, aboard, please. I can't say it no other way. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, here it is Mike Smith. That's, that's the pressure you put me under, Mike. <laughs> uh, money, Mike. How are you, sir? You did, you did too much, man. <laughs> man. A man of yours, yours that too, man. I, I can't. I, I, I'm still lost for words. But anyhow, Mike, let me introduce our guys here with us. The top, the top is Brent Har uh, Brent Callahan. Sorry, he was a former jockey at Woodbine Racetrack. And at the bottom here, this is Sean Hall. He was also a former trainer at Woodbine. He's also a trainer in the Caribbean. He's one of the, the youngest um, trainer to win the biggest race in Barbados, which is the Gold Cup. Right? Oh, and also, he's also a jock. His father was one of the best, uh, one of the, fa the fast bowlers for the West Indies. He traveled the world with him. And myself, um, presently a jockey's agent for, I think, one of the best riders at Woodbine Racetrack, which is Patrick Husbands. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Mike, Mike, don't disappear on us, Mike. <laughs> what happened here? Oh, oh there he is. Oh, see, I'm, I, I, no, see no. when I got that me introducing myself, what happened to the screen? It just shut off. Someone <laughs> was calling in on me all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Leroy, I know, I know you're right. Great, he's, he's an amazing, amazing yeah. talent, man. I, I'm also and I have two writers. My other writer, don't let me forget my other writer, which is um, Sahin Savachi. And I got a young writer that's about to come out soon, which is Patrick's nephew, which is Micah Joshua Husbands. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, but Mike, one thing we got to let Mike know, we are all from Barbados, the island of Barbados. Have you ever come to Barbados before? No, no, I haven't. Uh, I've been to St. Lucia. I, I went uh, for their grand opening for, for uh, that, that oh, track yes. that they opened yes, up yes. there uh, a few years and, back. Yes, yes. Well, we have some Barbadians who have... No, the road view, Ricky Griffith's father, Jeffrey Griffith. He rode you in Hawthorne back in the 80s. You were a teenager yes. back then. I know, I, I know who he is. You know yeah. who he is, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he told me to tell you, he wish you all the best, all the love. He, he has a lot of love for you. Oh, uh, the wonderful people. people. I, yeah, I know the whole family very well. Oh, oh. that's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I to say his son, his son Ricky's not doing very well with us at this present moment. Oh, it's not doing very well at all. Yeah, oh, really, man. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. Ricky has the disease. Um, it kinds of 
you know, messing with your body and you know, lost his voice and that kind of stuff. But oh man, well he'll be on my prayers, man. I'm, I'm, yes, sir. Prayerless. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate yes, that. Thing with we appreciate you. that. I'm sure Griff, Ricky's listening. He watches the show all the time, so I'm I'm sure he'll be happy to hear you say that. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful guy. Good friend of mine. That go back way back. Uh, yes. Yeah, without a doubt. I'll be as soon as it's over. I'll I'll go and say a prayer. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So, Mike, this show is called Journeys, and it's all about your journey. And we want to know from when you started because you were started at 11 years old. We we know started, but before before we get into your writing, you're very high with sports. And I know you want to play football. And the Jets is your favorite. The Jets is your favorite team. And for a little guy that wanted to play football, that heart of yours got to be pretty damn big. And especially the position I heard you wanted to play. Oh yeah, man! And you know too much about me knowing that the Jets are my favorite team as bad as well, I, do my, no one wants I do my homework on here. No one, wants, no one wants to admit it. Uh, admit that, but. Uh, we're gonna have a winning season sometime soon. Well, man. You're facing, you got the Eagles on your you got the Eagles in your first first game. You got you facing the Eagles on your first uh, game. Then you're followed by the Falcons. It don't, it, it don't matter who we have. We we always have a tough. time You draft a few few young youngsters, and you know you've been pretty busy in the off season bringing in some nice guys here. So you know something to look forward to, though, Mike. Well, we're certainly. Certainly hoping so and praying. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Hopefully my Jets will finally. finally <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> okay. So that said, let me throw my, my football part away now and then get to your 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 um, journey. And just enlighten us, please, from that 11-year-old guy, 11-year that started writing and I got in your license at 16. You know, it's just uh... – I was fortunate enough to, to be raised uh, around uh, my, my family, what were involved uh, somewhat in racing. You know, at, my, at one point, my father actually rode a little bit. At, at one point, uh, I lived with my grandparents at the, at the time when I was when I was young. My mom was going off to college, and, and my grandparents had had quarter horses. Uh, my grandfather had quarter horses that, that he would that he would match race. You know, on sun on Sundays, and my mom's uh, his oldest one of his oldest sons and my mom's older brother he uh, he he had a training center where he he'd break the babies and of course send them off to the racetrack so so i got i got you know involved in horses you know right off the bat since i can remember i was either riding one or, or working with them you know i was athletic kid i, I love sports man i love i i signed up for everything you name it i play it but didn't grow a whole lot, of course, and, and, and uh, <laughs> certainly we're never going to be that linebacker I wanted to be. You're the linebacker. I can't believe you want to be a linebacker, man. Oh. You, you got some, you got some tools, you got some balls there. Want to be a linebacker at your size, man? Damn. <laughs> it was just, it's always been my favorite spot. Okay. You know, it's funny because later on in life, that's another story. But wind up becoming great friends with one of the one of the greatest linebackers, and he's like my brother now these days. His name is Brian Cox. He's actually got a defensive uh, line assistant defensive line head coach uh, coaching job with uh, the Giants and New York Giants this year oh, wow. anyway I had a lot of football friends that went on down the road but anyway I never grew big enough to, to even be the water boy hell I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't big enough to carry the water bucket out, out on the field so I had to switch to something and, and um, you know at a young age like I said I was riding riding horses and I would ride my grandfather's horses on Sundays in these match races and that's how it all started I remember as a young kid watching uh, Secretariat win the Triple Crown and thinking to myself, "Wow, maybe that's something I could do." You know, I'll, I'm going to start. I'm going to start practicing and see if I could, could do this. And 
And that's what I did. You know, I actually went to work for my uncle. His name was Thomas Vallejos. He, he trained for a long time in New Mexico. He actually went on to train. Uh, that's how I got to the racetrack my, that first. Uh, but started working for him and continued riding match races till I was old enough to to take out a, a, my real jocks license and, and start in, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And, and uh, that was in 1982. You know, and that led me to El Paso, Texas from there into Arkansas, from Arkansas into Kentucky, into Chicago, all over the Midwest, Canterbury, you know, wow. Omaha, Nebraska. I, I was all over, all over the Midwest until, until the winter of 89. And, and I was doing really well at the time uh, at Churchill. I was at Churchill Downs and, and uh, Pat Day had just, just beat me for leading rider. He was the leading rider and I had finished second. And the opportunity came up for me to, to give New York a shot. So I mm. gave it gave it a chance in the winter of 89 and, and man the rest has pretty much been been history you can probably you know so read up on it or catch up to, to what well, you know what all what all happened then but man it was just it just it it's it just it was unbelievable yeah so you just mentioned a name there so i'm going to call another name along with the name you just written, mentioned pat day gary stevens yeah gary stevens is man we're really tight he's like my we're more like brothers and friends to be honest with you mm -hmm. Oh, we go way back. Uh, I actually knew Gary's brother before I knew Gary. Uh, this is back in Arkansas, back in the day. We were right at Oaklawn. And Gary came in uh, came in to ride Arkansas Derby. Uh, I think it was Arkansas Derby that day, which was the last day of the meet. And, and uh, I was getting married that, that day at the time and, and, and asked him to come to my wedding, and he wound up coming. <laughs> we've, been, we've been best friends ever since. Uh, but but anyway, yeah, you know, just just uh, got the opportunity to learn from from guys like you know Pat Day and Gary and Angel Cordero and, and wow. I mean it's just the, the Lafitte the list goes on and on and on, man. I mean, I, I, if I sat here and named everybody, it'd be incredible. But I I you know I, I feel like I still feel like today that that I was so blessed to come up in the era that I did. Uh, there mm -hmm. was there was Michael Jordan after Michael Jordan after Michael Jordan and in those times before me, man, these guys were just incredible. Uh, and you know, if you, if you were a young kid and you really wanted to learn, they were, they were willing to help you. And, and, and I was a sponge, man. I, I learned off so many people. That's I'm not too sure that anything I do is anything that is original, man. I think it's all bought, but it's all learned yeah. from someone else, man. <laughs> no, because what, what I want to ask you, how important it was for you to start, writing like that such a young age because we do it down here in the islands we start very young right now um john o'john's son he's just gone up to woodbine he's 16 years old he would have started a year ago ricky griffith you know me all of brett all of us started we like, all started at 15 years old yeah we start very young did that yeah, play a big part in your career guys, starting I mean, young as uh, you guys know i mean it, it it's great because i mean you, you it becomes you know starting at that young of an age, it becomes second nature to you and you just become quite a horseman. All right. Yes. You know, I really think, you know, horses from the ground up before you even, you know, you, you actually know how to, yes. how to work with a horse before you really, you just needed to learn to ride a race. Uh, yes. yes. All you needed to do, but no one needed to teach you at that point how to ride one. You, mm. you probably already had all that down. It was just learning, you know, the basic things that you learn in, in, in different types of races, uh, which you don't, you won't learn until you actually get the opportunity to, to ride in them. Uh, you know, then you learn to ride a race. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I was quite, quite the little horseman before I even started, man. I, I could already break a horse all by myself and, and get one started and, and, and ride. Well, that's so important. You, you know, 
that's so important for all our youngsters out there who want to get in the game or are thinking about being a jockey and they just want to ride. And that's great to have that passion, but to be able to look after the horses and understand them from right down as a groom, as a hot walker, it's very important to show that to our youth. Without so, a doubt. Yeah, so um, saying that, you you were speaking about you come under the guys like Pat Day, Gary Stephen, Angel, all those guys. Now, our youngsters are looking up to you, Mike, because I see there's I saw a video with you and there's um, Jose on a horse and you're talking with him, you're teaching him. And here's this guy's like one of the best riders in North America right now. So you can look back and say you taught you were taught by Pat Day and all those. Now we're looking up to you. So there's some youngsters I know at this present moment, including the kid that I'm going to have as a bug boy soon listening to this show. And I want you to just share a little bit of whatever you can so those youngsters that are listening could take something from the great Mike Smith. Man, I mean, you know, really take the time to learn. I, look, I, I'm still learning today. I, I really believe I am. It's it's such a passion of mine, uh, horse racing, that I, I want to be as good as I could possibly be that I just don't stop learning. I mean, just really pay attention to everybody and everything and, and don't be shy man ask questions uh, I, I used to <laughs> i probably bug these guys so much. they see me coming they'd probably turn around and go the other way <laughs> i remember one story lafitte and kai flew into kingland and, and he, of course he had to take the red eye and, and all he wanted to do was take a nap and i rode the first race and it was the only one i rode and i just I, ha I wanted him to see it so bad but he wanted to sleep i said listen if i wake you up would you just watch this race and you can go right back to bed <laughs> see if there's anything you can tell me <laughs> and i was fortunate enough to win the race and i remember he stayed up long enough to tell me man you're going to be a good kid and he turned around and walked away and, and went back to bed. <laughs> but, but i mean it's just situations like that if you get an opportunity to to, to, to learn from somebody i mean learn the good or the bad and the ugly man you, you learn it learn what to do what not to do how to be how to how to act stay good stay true man stay respect the horse Respect the people, respect the horse even more. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Amen to that. that. Very, very important. Do all the little things better than anybody else. Everything. Well, no matter what it is, just work at being being better. And and, and, and you'd be amazed. It becomes it becomes second nature. It becomes habit before you know it. I mean, I've had to hold the reins sometimes. I'll see some kid that's winning races. I thought, what's he doing that I'm not doing? Because he's certainly winning a whole lot more than I am. <laughs> I'll, I'll change. I'll learn. You know, I've learned. I love watching European racing. Mm -hmm. I think that I've learned to get a to get a horse to to settle to to relax for me, especially on the front end, or even behind horses. Was actually watching uh, jumpers. Mm. You know, I I would be at Saratoga in the summertime, and 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 some of these ex race horses or flat horses would would become jumpers, and they would be extremely ranked when they were flat horses. And these guys could get them to go two miles the way they held their hands, the way they did things. I love European racing. Uh, you know, you learn how to ride the grass really well. Mm -hmm. well that's what you know, you're teaching. I'm well watching American, you know, riders, and, and you just take it all in and, and just learn it all, man. No, see, that's what you were teaching, Jose, in that, that video that I was watching. It's about you mentioned the same thing you said about the European in your hands and stuff like that. The video that I was watching. I think, if I recall, I, I he was asking me a question. I was just trying to loosen up on that exercise, and he'd walk up to me and, and ask me, "Say, man, how do you get horses relaxed for you so easy on the lead? What what do you do? Like, how, how do you?" I said, "Well, it's, it's, it's a feel you have. It's in the hand. You got to trust. You know, it, it's it's 
it's not necessarily trying to get a certain number or trying to make the lead and you grab a hold of one and you slow them down that you know that's not that's not how you get one to rate itself especially you know you got to put your hands down don't, don't hold them up off their neck you know he'd make the lead and he'd, he'd try to rate them this way with his hands up. I'd just put your hands down instead you know put your palms down if you can do it, I mean, look, all some horses are just rank and they're going to run off regardless, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but man, if you can just leave there really still and keep your hands down on a naturally quick horse, it's amazing when they hit the front how they'll just they'll just relax and just come right back to you, and and then you can kind of grab a little hold of them if you need to. But so many people just they grab them before they even relax, and and then they they got a fight on their hand. Anyway, I think that's what we were talking about. It was so many years ago. I yeah. I don't really remember, but. Someone else had mentioned that video not too long ago, and I was trying to figure out what I was trying to tell him. I don't know if it worked or not. You got to ask him if you ever have him on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so say, saying all of those things about the relaxing of a horse and stuff like that, a mile and a quarter, what is it about you and a mile and a quarter? Because your statistics going a mile and a quarter is outstanding. It probably has something to do with that, you know, getting a horse to, 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 to get into a rhythm, you know, into a comfortable rhythm really quick really early and it's not about uh, it's not about how fast you're going it's, it's it's how it's how easy they're going are they doing it comfortable you know is, is my horse happy and and i've always you know i'm, I'm a big believer if, if i feel my horse is happy underneath me and he's breathing and he's in a good rhythm he's gonna run when i call on him i don't care how fast i've gone or how slow mm. i've gone he's gonna respond when i ask him uh i think sometimes you know we get up on the lead and these young riders think they got a rate one and they'll actually pull them out of a rhythm, you know, they'll pull them, you know, just, just so they can go slower. Well, that's not necessarily, necessarily good because now you let the closers in and now it's time to pick it up and he's not going to have the, the kick that the closers have, you know, you've already let them into the game. Sometimes it's good just to make them closers have to try and keep up and it takes away their kick. Mm. That's just a scenario. That, that, that mean, doesn't mean you ride every race that way, but, but, but on a whole, I think that's a good way to start. And then you, you learn things from that. Uh, when you can get a horse to relax, you know, some guys were just brilliant on the lead and man, they'd be, they'd be going fractions that you wouldn't, you wouldn't think craziness. They, they could carry, they, they yeah. could continue and they keep running, you know, they yeah. 21, 44, you know, well, and they just keep running uh, for some people. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, they were in a nice, happy, comfortable rhythm. They were staying out of their way and, and, and it worked. Now, again, you don't ride every horse that way and every race that way. There's just things you got to learn as you go along the way. But that was always the basic that I kind of started from and learned from and then and, 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 and added the rest of the pieces to it, you know. Yeah, because you, you, you have a 20%, 20% rin, rin, rin rate doing that, going that distance. And some people might say, oh, Santanita is about speed, speed, speed. And I mean, that's one of your tracks that you really dominated at, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I think coming from, you know, coming from the quarter horse uh, side of things too as well, you know, learning to, to really leave the gate, you know, and, and, and staying, staying out of one's mouth, you know, leaving there and, and, and getting them to... You know, getting them out of there and into stride real quick, and then of course, you know, letting them letting them get comfortable. Uh, it's been something that really works for me uh, a lot. You know, again, as I said, you know, you don't ride every horse that way, but it's something that's always kind of worked for me in that way. But, but I'm glad you're 
spreading the word about that mile and a quarter thing. I want some of these guys who have these hot two-year-olds coming up right now. They're going to turn three. <laughs> man, let them know that, hey, I still got it, man. I can still uh, get no, a horse for mile know, quarter. We know you do. I'm the, stat, I'm the stats man on the show, Mike, so that's why I'm coming up with all that. I'm, I'm big on I stats. That. I didn't even know that. I, I had no idea. But, man, I'm, I'm going to use it if you don't mind. I'm going to go. Well, there you go. So, so like, oh, let me give you a little more info. Then. So you have a 272 starts go, going that distance. 54 wins at a 20% win average with an ROI of 9%. So you can walk with that. I give you oh, that. Wow. Man, that's not bad, man. I like that. <laughs> but so you know what he said just now, Leroy. Yes. The same certain things you hear. You no, know, my thought of Patrick Husbands, you hear the same. You no, know, it's a great jockeys. You, you all tend to have the same type of stuff you do. You know what I mean? You, Patrick says he doesn't interfere with a horse once he's moving, but he wants the horses happy. Everything was said, I've heard Patrick Husband said before. We also heard George Hosang with the same thing when we had George Hosang on the show. And it's, it's, a, it's a thing that you great jockeys do that you're different than the rest of us um, fellas who I just think were out there. I think it's pretty, you know, you keep it simple. You know, yes. a happy horse is, is going gonna, is gonna to perform. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you can see, that, you know, there's certain places a horse isn't comfortable in you know if you're in between two and you can just feel their body language they're 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 uh you know they're not happy they're not comfortable where they're at and, and yes. instead of pushing them or trying to keep them there you know let, sometimes it's better off to, to to take a step or two back and and then that'll move you forward down down the track at, at some point a whole lot better than keeping them in that place where they're not comfortable and then they're just going to wind up now it's time yes. to go and and they're not going to go anywhere you know I think too, it's very important. You know, I learned at a young young age too. You know, it's, it's when you do have a natural speed horse like that, the 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 the, the 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 quieter you can sit, the better. You know, because that way, when you do move, every little movement means something. Whereas, you know, yes. sometimes a guy will leave the gate, and he'll do all this, and then he'll yes. reach and grab him. And he does all that. Well, you don't move so much, man. There's nothing really left to do with that horse that hit him. You know, what I mean. And, and, Wow. You know, I, I used to love it where if I just moved one little hand, that, that meant something. Or yes. if I just shifted my weight one way or the other, or it, it, it moved one, you know. So it's important to stay quiet on one as well. You know, unless, you got a, unless you're on a big lazy horse that you have to ride a lot, and then, then you know, you got to do what you got to do. Those are things you learn as you go along. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes a lazy horse is a grade one winner, you know, so I'll ride that type if I know that that's what it takes. You know, I don't normally ride, ride that kind, but I, I, I mean, Zenyatta used to be dead last every time I rode her, you know, she wasn't like she ever tried to go to the lead, you know, so it just well, depends. What, I'm glad you mentioned her. Give us some more, I mean, she was brilliant for you. 2009. Let's start with 2009. Yeah. Let's start in 2009. Beating the boys in the classic, Mike. Well, I mean, anyway, look, she was so good. You, you know, you could have rode her, man. I mean, <laughs> you might not have not won 19 in a row, but I, I bet you would have won at least 10 in a row. I guarantee you. I'm carrying 215 here right now, Mike. Uh, so I she, can... she, she was big, man. She can carry the weight. Don't worry. <laughs> You okay, know, so the thing about her is, is, is that you know, <clears throat> the margin of victory would, wouldn't be very big. You know, I mean, yes. she think she only did what she had to do. So, you know, some people used to say, "Well, she don't run buyers like like uh, Rachel Alexander." Well, Rachel was a, a, a free running 
you know, speed horse. And so yeah. she'd throw numbers, you know, and her buyers would be bigger than, than but Zenyatta only run as fast as she had to. I was like, she only does what she has to do. So she can't help it if they're not any faster. Yeah. Just put a faster horse in front of her and she'll, she'll catch him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she was just an amazing, look, she was something that, that we could all sit here and talk about, but and you wouldn't really understand it unless you got the chance to see her uh, in person mm-hmm. and not just race the whole show. It was like, mm-hmm. She'd be entertainer of the year every year. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the whole dance from walking into the paddock. to yes. And if a horse got near her, how she would just stand and she was so big and she would just tower over him and look at him as if they were just don't even bother. You know I mean? She just intimidated <laughs> all of them. She loved, she could stand when one got another horse got close to her. She almost demanded that they move and they wow. would. <laughs> and then move out of way even in the race if I, if I i didn't always go around there were times i'd go in between them but she was so big yes. they would feel her presence and they would just move they just moved to the side <laughs> she was special man she she really was she was just something you had to have seen is i was your, just blessed to be the one on her most of the time yeah, but is, she, is she your favorite horse i mean you've ridden well, over I, 200 red ones yeah this 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 horse back here was probably one of one of my favorites holy bull Oh, yes, the bull. Holy bull. Yeah. Bull. Yeah. Yeah. I got lore on the wall, and I got a kind of. This guy would probably go down as one of my favorites, too, all the whole time. So he was let's, he was another one that was special. Let's not put a number you on You even him. have the silks there, Mike. <laughs> Those are the originals, too. Wow. Oh. Those are the ones I had on in, in, in that Travers right there. Don't ask hey. me if I have them. That's, that's another story. I might get arrested. some guys would name the 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 best horses one two three four but i just want you to name five great horses that you rated oh Uh, man don't put a number on them don't put a number on them well you justify arrow gate senyata holy bull uh man that was Giacomo, Pray by You, Lure, Vindication, Skip oh. Away, Bridal Song. <laughs> oh. Oh. I am just looking around at some of the pictures. I, I just trying to remember them, you know. Okay. I'm I'm gonna throw something out at you there because you just called those horses, right? And this is back into stats. Thirty-four thousand. And nine hundred and I mean zero hundred and ninety-five starts as a rider. Let's talk wins now. Five thousand six hundred and fifty-six wins. We don't want to talk about seconds. I want to go straight into the money. Three hundred and forty million one hundred and seventy five hundred and sixty-four thousand in earnings. Those kind of horses put that kind of money in the pocket. Not oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially nowadays. I mean, with the purses that are that are that are out there nowadays. I mean. You know, back when a lot of those horses were running, you know, like Holy Bull, there might not even been a million dollar race for a thoroughbred at the time uh, yes. on on dirt. Now there was always the Arlington Million was yes. our first, you know, million dollar race we had as as in thoroughbred racing. So, but man, I mean, nowadays you can really rack it up, man. It, it's crazy what what some of these, you know, what we, we're still well. I'm still riding, so that I'm still blessed to ride for. Uh, otherwise, can you imagine, you know, guys like Shoemaker and 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 mm. Lafitte and wow. Angel and Bailey and them? How how much bigger their their the first money would be? <laughs> oh, it would be, <laughs> it'd be yeah. out of the city, astronomical. Yeah. Yes. Wow. 
But at, a, at another Sandy, thing, was the great Sandy Hawley, who's there from Canada. Oh, yes. Yeah, Imagine what the person we had him on our show too. And like they are now. Yeah. Yes. Those guys yeah. would be it would be amazing. Did you write with Sandy a lot? Because we, we had him on our show. Oh, I love Sandy. Yeah, we got we a great guy. Opportunity to ride with him quite a bit. Yes. Yes. Wow. We always we always go out riding. We go out dancing together, and always have a martini together. Me and him. <laughs> <laughs> we were pretty good buddies. Great, we, great we, the problem was we thought we could dance as good as we rode, man. It was pretty, buddy, man. It wasn't pretty, <laughs> but we thought it was. It's like you said, you, you wish you could you could have sing sometimes, but when you got a couple, you try singing a little bit too, right? Oh, right? Yeah, I used to do karaoke too. I thought I was good at that too, man. <laughs> you can't be great at everything, Mike. <laughs> That's the competitiveness in him. That's the competitive <laughs> yeah, edge in him. It really I mean, is. It's kind of yeah. a, and if I and if I and if I can't, man, I don't play no more. I'm just saying, kind of, I can't win. I ain't playing. <laughs> Mike, we can sit here and talk about all the great horses you rode, all the great things you've done in horse racing. I mean, but you're still in the game and you're the same age I am right now. And I'm a little bit of a fitness freak. And I know I've seen your workout videos. I've seen some things you've done, man. How do you keep that mind frame and doing what you do? Yeah, well, I, you know, you gotta, I guess you gotta be a little bit insane. Uh, you know, it, 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 I feel bad if I don't do it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, it's just a hop, it's just a different way of thinking. I feel that I've, I've, you know, I've let myself down and someone's got the edge of me now because I didn't go work out or because I didn't train. Uh, and that's one thing I probably did, did right, you know, really right as a, at a young age was when everyone else was, you know, still, you know, playing golf and doing different things and hanging out on their days off, man, I, I started hitting the gym in my early 20s. And, and I've, I've, I've kept that consistency up. And then I learned, you know, about personal trainers and, and, and actually learn how to train and, you know, not to hurt myself and how to train right, not to gain weight, mm -hmm. you know, but to put a little muscle on, but, 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 but just to really in, endurance training. And, and, and I still do it five days a week. And, and, Wow. You know, I'm, 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 you know, in my fifties now, and I, I'm telling you, man, I'm every bit as fit as I was when I was in my thirties. Uh, wow, I feel great. So when you have, when I have the right horse underneath me, I know I'm as fit as the guy next to me. It's just mm -hmm. a matter if I'm, if, if I got enough horse to beat him or not. So that's not a worry that I have in my head as far as fitness goes. I just gotta try and outride him. Now that don't always happen either, but but but, but if I can do that part, they're not gonna be fitter than me. Well, wow. I really, I'm, I'm glad you answered that because again, we have a lot of youngsters out there listening to this show, and I want them to understand that the great Mike Smith didn't just get where he was just by getting just great horses. The, the things that he put together yeah. for himself to get where he is and to still maintain where he is today, and I want them to understand how important this is. I mean, especially if you're involved in sport and, and you look at some of the older guys. Look, I mean, look at Tom Brady at his Jerry Rice, yeah, Jerry course. Rice is you know Kobe Bryant and those guys. But look at the way the guy takes care of his body and the way he worked trains and he's it's it, it it's proven to to be the key you know and proven to work as long as you can stay healthy now i mean look there's we, uh, look, I, there was one time i broke my back rope out at 98 and, and and that that was scary uh mm -hmm. but but i was blessed to have come out with it with, without surgery having to put any rods in my back so i, I recovered from it really well and my knees are good and my hips are good so as long as you can keep those things healthy and then you keep that 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 work that workout regimen man and you make it a way of life 
mm-hmm. just like you would playing golf on your day off. And I'm not saying don't go play golf, but but make sure you make time to work out before you mm-hmm. do. Make your priorities first. You know, because then, you were so fit, fitness-wise, your body was able to rebound a lot easier. So I, I believe that, and then doctors told me that that if I wasn't, I, I probably would have been paralyzed. You know, so mm. so it it helps to be to be. Uh, you know, to be as fit and strong as you can be. How many other guys in your age are still riding with you right now? Or are, have you outlived? Well, not oh, outlived. No, no, there, is, there is a couple out there that are still yes. doing well, uh, that, that are even older. Uh, look at John Court, uh, man. I mm. think he's married Perry Utes over there in, in, in Kentucky. He's still doing real well. Most guys are even older than me. But, you know, both those guys, if, if you'll take a look at them, they're in great shape, man. They, they mm-hmm. both really were into fitness as well and really taking care of themselves. And are there, are they, they, they make you think that you could keep going as long as you will, will want to? Well, Father Time's going to get us at some point. At some point. <laughs> I'm just trying to get him before he gets me. So I'm <laughs> retire on my own and not, not because my skills have diminished, but that's just because I'm ready to quit. So yes, you know, I'm trying to do, do, to, do to him what Tom Brady's trying to do to him, man. Yes, yes. Get him before he gets us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're doing a good job, man. I still enjoy riding. I actually enjoy riding every bit, if not even more right now mm-hmm. than I did early on. Early on, it was repetition. It was just so yes. easy trying to win as me now man i i respect everything so much more and, and understand that, that you know it's all you know, it's all coming to an end and and i enjoy everything even it, it, it's it magnifies times 10 it seems like the wins even mean more to me than the one even if i wanted two or three times before uh okay. it, it means even more so you know that comes with age and time as you guys all know you learn to respect things a little better as you get older and i'm at that place but i'm still able to compete and, uh, again so what do you do now? Give the right you opportunity. Your, I can still you get just the pick your spots. You just pick your spots. Like you know, you don't ride. No, I mean, I certainly just... don't ride. I don't go out looking looking for trouble. You know, I'm not yes. not looking to ride. You know, six, seven, eight a day. You know, yes. I'm just looking for 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 that good horse or that yes. good filly or that good turf horse and have one or two of each of those and of every trying to get one in every division so that I have a nice two year old. I got a nice three year old. I got an older horse. I got a good yes. grass. And then, man, that's all you need nowadays. Yes. Don't, don't let them forget that mile and a quarter, how good you are at it, right? Yeah, Mike, yeah. I wish we'd run that race more in America. We only run that thing <laughs> on the grass more than we do the dirt, you know? So, But I'm going to throw that out there at these guys. I'm going to say, hey, I'm one of the best mile and a quarter jockeys there is. And there that, you go. When, the when problem is we're, going, we're going three quarters next week, so I can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mike, in every every jockey, we have a little, you know, going up. There, there's something that happened along the way that is funny in in your career growing up, and we want one of those funny moments that you can share with us, please, because this show is all about entertainment and enjoyment and in, and having fun doing it at the same time. Wow, funny! That, yeah, you have to have one of them, please. Come on, a Back good one. Day, man, everything, everybody was, everyone was trying to be funny, especially in the jocks room. We got a lot of pranksters in there. But I think I think riding one time uh, was really interesting, uh, and it was it was funny because of of, of what happened. It's uh, we were heading. I was in New York in, in the winter. I think it was in New York. We were at Aqueduct, and I think me and Angel were kind of going getting battled for leading rider or something like that. And anyway, he was in front, and I come up on the outside, and I came away from him, uh, and my riding crop had broke. 
had some I, it broke and i went to it just i don't it, it was probably an old one or whatever anyway it broke and it, it had come unraveled and about that time angel went went to use his and it got tangled up in mine <laughs> and we're not even i didn't even notice that it did and i went to pick it up and it, we, next thing you know we're we're, we're fighting back and forth, man. I mean, we were, he's telling me, hey, stop playing, man, because he, he thought I had a hold of his. He said, we're, you're going, we're going to get in trouble, you know, man. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, I ain't playing. You let go of mine. And then we realized that we were tangled. Our whips had broke. And the funny thing is we, we had gotten far enough apart from each other that uh, George Chavez ran up in between us. And he was stuck, you know, line. but he still, he still beat us both. <laughs> we couldn't even stop his horse pulling, you know, back it was a mess, man. It could have been something else, but he wound up beating us. And I think I finished third. I think Angel finished second. But anyway, that was something that was kind of not necessarily funny, but just something you don't see very often. You don't see yeah. that. At all. Yeah. 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 We got to that. Exactly. And that's why I wanted to bring one of those out. You know, it's amazing how things like that can happen. You know, yeah. wow. It's amazing. Wow. Have you ever seen some of our videos, Mike, with the horses, the thoroughbred horses that go down to the beach on a Sunday morning and various days of the week? Sean takes them down and it's one of the greatest tourist attractions that we're trying to promote in Barbados now. We can go down on the beach at 6.30 in the morning and we just see like 30 horses out on the ocean. Oh, I bet it's gorgeous. I bet it's gorgeous. You know, they, 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 used, to let, they used to let you do that at Del Mar uh, years ago. You could ride them out underneath the, 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 the bridge. There's a big bridge there where the train goes over the top and it just leads right out into the ocean. And man, everyone would take their horses out, you know, at least, you know, on the days off uh, and, and, and just let them kind of, it's good for their legs and let them walk through the water and everybody, it'd be a hundred horses out there, man. It'd be crazy. But, but you don't get to see that in the United States no more. It's great. They can do it there in Barbados. And I see them do it a lot in, in either in France or, or in Australia or somewhere. I always see yeah. videos of these horde race horses out there on the beach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been to Australia and I, I saw them do that, but when I was in Australia, they used to swim them behind a boat, you know, a fellow rode a boat and have them behind where our guys jump in and swim, go with them and that kind of stuff. Oh, I bet it's great, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you rode some, for some great trainers and we know Bob Baff is one of the great trainers that you rode for, but besides Bob, you know, one of those guys that stood out for you, I mean, having his horse ready to run and having that communication with as a great horseman to horseman, because I always say, you know, my, I, for my job, Patrick, I always say to people, he's not just a great job. And I, for myself, I said, I don't want to just be a great groom or a great exercise rider. I want to be a great horseman. Who's well, one man, of these guys? Again, in my era, I've been so blessed to come up with so many and, and, and had the opportunity to ride for, for, for most of them. And I mean, the, I mean, the, from, from the East coast, you know, for, with, you know, Suge McGahee, Billy Mott and, and, and Todd Pletcher and, and guys like even Gaspar Mushera. I mean, there was guys back there that I rode for on the East Coast that were brilliant. And out here, man, you, you know, you besides Bob, of course, you got Mandela, man, you got John Sadler, man. You you had so many great trainers out here as well that you could that I rode for. Uh, Bill Spar was a guy you don't hear much of. I think's an incredible horseman, man. I, I rode a real good horse for him called Amazami. But I mean, there's just look, I couldn't name them all. There's, there's a lot of my pep have passed on but there's still some of the greats still left and they're still going strong man i mean mm -hmm. I, I i've been so blessed in my career to come up when i did I, 
I'm just I'm just so glad I was born in the 60s, buddy, and I got to see the guys before me and, and then the guys that I wrote that, that were with me during my time. And, and you know, and, and now it's great to see these these younger guys, you know, taking over, man. And, and, and you know, Speaking man, about some of those younger guys. Hey, so I'm like, man, I, I was yeah. that kid, with, man. I, but I remember, shit, don't you remember when you were that kid? Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you, you got to respect it all, man. But I, again, it's just, I couldn't name all the wonderful horsemen that I I have. You know, me and John Sheriff has done so much together, man. I, it's it, it, Again, the, the list just goes on and on and on. I, I could never, I couldn't name them all. Wow. And great the train this man what what a horseman he was as well who was the train probably of the fastest horses in the world man with with uh, mr prospector mm. what's called uh the horse well bet twice a horse called house buster and a horse called holy bull i mean yes. those are some of the fastest horses you'll ever see mm -hmm. their numbers are still as good as the bad classy horses and the, now, fa the fastest the fastest one i think i've been on at a mile and a quarter though as far as the number go would be Arrowgate, man. He in a mile and a quarter. I don't know if I've ever rode a horse that ran a buyer as fast as he Wow, had. yeah, he's something special. I think in Europe they rated him at one special. it was so high, man. It was unbelievable yeah. at a mile. Wow. He looked like he was just a, on a different different mission or he had some sort of turbo inside of him or something. He really did. He, he was he, more than just a racehorse, wasn't he? Ooh, he was <laughs> too bad he passed away so yeah. young. And yeah. I used to get his kids. You only had like one crop, man. They're they're yeah. some runners, you know. So yeah. wow. And the young riders of today, I mean, we got Jose, we got those guys. But when a young and upcoming rider that you would say you have an eye on right now, who would that be? Well, all your your obvious. We just you know we Pratt left here, Flavian, you know, just left here and went out back east. But I mean, he's a looks like man that his future's just so bright, man. There's no telling what he'll go on to do, but. And there, there's so many top young riders here. All the, the top the top guys we have right here right now could go anywhere, anytime, and ride with anybody given given the opportunity. They they, they really could. And, and and you can honestly say that about just about every major racetrack there is here in the country. The top guys could pop, could ride anywhere. I mean, it, it it's a the, the games revolve. I mean, you got they're so good. You know, there's so much film now that these guys get to study. There's yes. get to watch races from here, from there that that you didn't get to see back before. Back when I was a kid, man, there was no video. We didn't have a phone. It was you had a TV so you could watch it. You know, once once a, a month maybe. You know, I mean, you know, you you learn so much now. Yeah. So fast, it's crazy. So anyway, I could go on talking about yeah yeah different things. It's yeah, man. Well, I the thing about it though is that I find that when you have you have done so much great things though that I I just hope these youngsters are watching here tonight because you know we want to pass on this love, man. <laughs> we gotta well, pass I, it on. I try to. I I certainly try to help as much as I can, young riders. You know. Drayden Van Dyke is kind of he's kind of he's kind of like my son, you know, and I I worked with him a lot early on, uh, mm -hmm. and now I I, I hell he, he's uh, some gun he you know he'll he'll you gotta be careful he winds up beating me half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Did I teach you that? I taught you too much, you little something. <laughs> a lot from a lot of other guys as well. You know, mm -hmm. he's gotten really good. There, there's just so many top guys. I, I love watching, of course, the Ortiz brothers and and. and 
Tyler Gaffleone and then, you know, all these young kids, you know, here we got the Hernandez and, and Abel, uh, man, they're, they're just all good. Man. There's so many of them. You have so many great riders there in Canada. I watch some guys ride. And, and, and even your journeymen that have been there quite a while, man, with, you know, of course, the rider you have, Patrick, man. I mean, yeah, Emma Jane, these guys, these guys and gals, they can ride with anybody, anywhere. <laughs> they really can't. <laughs> they have to be given the opportunity, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, that's and good. Course. Man, uh, look, they're, they're extremely talented. Well, we really want the news. That's one of the things we want the news on this show for you. I mean, we can talk about your career. We can talk about all the great things that you've done. But it was so important for us to make sure that the youngsters that are listening, and we ask them to listen to this show tonight for the reason that we want you to teach them and to give them an understanding about, you know, not yeah. just the greatness that you've done, but the, the respect, you know, the, the, the care of your body, all those things. Because I know you want to leave that mark here and to leave not just like we, like Denzel Washington say, you never see a, a, a U-Haul behind a hearse. Yeah, well, you know, don't want you to leave, go and leave your talent in, and, and take it with you, right? We want you to share what, you know, you can to these youngsters for us. I try to lead through example, not just by what I say and, and mm -hmm. listen to what I say, and, and yet I'm not following it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, so I, I certainly try to lead through example. Again, respect is the number one thing that I... I when you respect other people, they're going to respect you regardless, and, and, and especially when you respect the animal and if you can do that and just stay good and stay out of trouble mm -hmm. just keep learning you know if you can stay away from all the things that everybody knows is going to get you man. you don't have to sit here and tell them what it is and explain to them how it works and how it's going to take you down you know it's going to so don't do it man yeah hard man it and then you know, and pick, pick your time. Pick your your times to go have fun. It's, I'm not saying don't go have a good time with your friends and you know have a drink or two here and there. But but certainly pick 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 the time when you're not infringing on someone else's time. You know, mm -hmm. you know when I'm riding, man. You know, I, you know, and I I only say this be, be, be trial and error, man, because I I've, I've done it. You know, there's no telling how many other races or how much more money I should have had if I really followed. We all make mistakes, and we all, we all do. And it gets us to where we're at. But I can sit here and, and look back and tell you, man, that if you just do the right thing, hundred percent of the time, man, it's going to be the right thing to do. <laughs> if you, so if you true. Do the wrong thing, man, it will catch up to you. You might think you got away with it, or oh, it ain't. <laughs> it will get you, man. That's the devil, man. The devil always comes at you when you're doing good. Yeah. Too. You yeah. start thinking that you're a lot better than what you really are because you're really not. You're only as good as the opportunities you're getting, man. You're getting those opportunities. Very true. So, so be careful. Because, I mean, so much great jockeys that we love so much have all went the wrong road. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's really hard as to see those great guys go the wrong road. And a guy that you have always been, you know, you've always been clean, man. You always. Discipline, discipline. You know, you don't hear anything bad about you. <laughs> oh, I've, I've had my moments. They probably didn't have the internet back then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, oh, I'm like, <laughs> probably would have got you know the good thing that they didn't have the internet and phones back when I was doing. 
but I learned and I'm blessed to have, to have learned quick enough to, to recover and, and here I still am and, and, and very thankful and I thank God every day for for the life that, that, that you know that I have to be honest with you that I've had it's, it's, I wouldn't trade wouldn't trade it uh, I wouldn't lie to you and say I wouldn't have changed a few things back back in the day that I wish I probably wouldn't have done but but I wouldn't trade my, but my tell me what was some of the things you would you would change then tell me since you went there <laughs> You know, those are just, just personal things. Yeah. Okay. You did somebody or the things he did or the way you acted, you know, just, just yeah. things that I know that I'm still, you know. Look, we've all, like you said, we've all got skeletons in the closet. We all yes, have correct. innocent things. But Let's leave those skeletons where they are, Mike. That's, that's going to throw me and get me thrown in jail or nothing like that. <laughs> let's, 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 let's leave them in the I closet, though, Mike. Times when you, you know, when you think you're, you're bigger than the game, when you think you're yes. on top of the world and you stop respecting yes. people the way you... You know, and stuff like that. Just you know, it, it, it just you know. Anyway, we've gotten through it. I'm on the other side of it, and I'm still hanging in there. I'm still having fun, and, and yes. if I can help anybody, especially the younger rider, or um, my fellow brother, or guy that's even older, I, I'm here, man. I'm always here to try and help <laughs> because I had so many people that were there for me and still are. So <laughs> I know what it means to have somebody. God bless you, buddy. God bless you. That's Mike, great. you sound like you're a very religious guy. I, as myself, I was in a coma for two weeks from a horse racing accident. Uh -huh. And a priest read me my last rites when I was 17 years old. And they thought I was not going to make it. But I fought back. I had a blood clot on the left side of the brain. But I became very religious after that. And one of the most important things is I have a faith. Amen. And I believe. And too. <laughs> a lot of the kids nowadays, they leave out the church, they leave out the religion, and that's fine. I'm not pushing my religion or my beliefs on anyone. But when things were down and hard on me, I had a faith, and I believed, and I trusted. Amen. And I see that in you. And I remember well, asking Pat Day for his autograph back in 93, <laughs> and he was along those same paths as well having a faith and religious belief like that you know I, again I, I just i like people to be able to see what 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 god has blessed me with through through me uh, what he has blessed me with uh, without having to tell him you know just, just again just been been very blessed and i, I like it I, I like when people notice it so thank you man yes i, I, really I, I notice it and i'm i'm proud well, to say that you're that type that a lot of people shy away from the religious and even um, politics and stuff. Let Hey, religion is a big part of my life. Yeah, I mean, and I'm it's not, a big part. Yes, I agree. You know, and I'm not here to tell you how, which religion to follow or how to follow, but faith is very, very important. Uh, That's the key. You know, it really well, is. My father was down here with me just before he went up, and he asked me just what you brought up, Brad. He asked me, is Mike Smith very religious? Because he, you know, many ways he looks up and down. My father's a reverend also. So I, I was very glad that he would hear me say those words. <laughs> I, pray, I pray continually. <laughs> so I'm to, always have to, having have a to. conversation uh, in my yes. head. So sometimes I'm doing things I don't think I'm on camera, man. And <laughs> 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 I'm having a flown out conversation <laughs> with him. <laughs> you know what, Mike? You guys, I mean, jockey should, you know, we, I put you guys on a pedestal because you guys put your life on life for our entertainment every day. You know what I mean? You know, it's not easy what you guys do. Sport. 
Uh, it really is. And, you know, learn to watch after each other. Uh, one race and one win isn't worth someone's yeah. life or someone getting hurt over. So always remember that, man. Watch after yeah. your fellow rider. And, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you got, you, got, you got a beef, man. You know, don't ever take it out on the racetrack, you know. Mm. Come back in the room and settle it, man. The man, and and the right way. Yes. Right. Amen. Amen. In your career, though, have you had much beef with fellow writers, or you have always had good relationships with everybody? You know, it's, it's, I've, I've I've had some, I've, I've butted some heads with a few people. Don't get me wrong, but all right. But all <laughs> in all, I mean, I'm I'm again, I have so much respect for other people that that. Uh, you know, the only times that I didn't is probably the times that I had I butted heads, and then afterwards wished that wished that I would have thought before I reacted, and, and and so. But but a lot of people have a lot of respect for me, and and of course I'm the older guy in the room too. They probably yes. feel sorry for me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I, I can honestly tell you, all these riders, man, I, I don't care from the east coast to the west coast to the middle to to, to the Midwest. You know, they all treat me very well, man. I. I I, I couldn't. Uh, well, I, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be very disappointed if somebody was treating you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to know which rock was he living under. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a lot of respect for you too here, Mike. Yeah. And I mean, a guy that you know. What else can we say about Mike Smith? You know what I mean? No, I mean it's a, listen, it's it's a simple name. I'm a simple guy, man. And no, I'm, we're I'm, horse we're horse people, and we look. <laughs> I understand that we're not. You're humble. That's a beautiful thing. Happy to about. happy to be on your show, man. I, I was. You're I, humble. And we're happy to have you. We I was honestly, you to come to Barbados. I, heard you on. I was honored. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you went to St. Lucia before you came to Barbados, man. I mean, I know the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've 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 gotten opportunities to, to go to the islands, you know, and, and and I want to. It's just, man, it's always during a time when when You're it's busy. so hard to, you know, when to give up. Yeah, yeah. To give up something here. The Barbados thing came about. I mean, the the Saint Lucia thing came about. Uh, uh, you know, China Horse Club are involved yes. in that track, and of course, we we were we were blessed to win the Triple Crown, and and they knew I was I had gotten married. I had just gotten married, and, and so they, uh, after winning the Triple Crown, they, that was their gift to me, was mm. come to Barbados, come to the Grand Opening, and, and stay a couple Lucia. weeks and enjoy, I mean, uh, St. Lucia, and enjoy yeah. the island, and, and and so, man, it was uh, it was amazing, it, you know, the, we, we got the... We got not really a before he retires, we, before he retires, boys, we're gonna have to work. Sean, before he retires, we're gonna have to try and say we can find a way to get him down there yeah. right? as a guest. A yeah. guest yeah. Come to Barbados, man. That would be that would be great, man. That'd be well, let's let's work on that. We we'll probably get Patrick. You, man. Get Patrick to make sure help Patrick to get him down there for us. Yeah. I just I you know I love I love how much they love horses. From the islands, man. They, I mean, yeah. they have horses like it's like no other. <laughs> yeah, they do, man. It's our life, man. It's our life, man. Yeah, horse horses is BTMI. They're they're Nordic. They're the people who run um, the tourism thing down in Barbados, and you know we try to promote Barbados on our show as I mean as often as we can. We we're still it's, it's boys, a number you know? one tourist destination in the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, the people are very friendly. And there's so much things to do, great restaurants, lots of attractions. And one of the main things Sean and I are trying to do is to help promote these horse racing. Um, the horses go down to the beach. And I mean, 
all of the kids, even grown adults, have the selfies. And man, it is so great. If the opportunity presents itself, and I'm I'm fortunate, and I'm fortunate enough to to to, to take it, man, I, I will I will be there, man. I'll that'd be nice. It'd be great to have you down here, my man. All right, boys. Honor, You'd be pleasure. more than happy. The uh, Sean or myself. Are you busy in March? Is March a busy time for you? March, you see. Well, well, you're getting ready. You know, some of these these three year olds. It just depends, you know, on, on especially. Yeah. Saturdays, you know, uh, which is usually the day they want you to come. It's always yeah, it's May, so the May. It's usually the only day I ride anymore. So man, I can't give up yeah. all the money, too, you know. Too close to me. That's too close to me, Mike. March <laughs> is too close to me. The mile and quarter races are getting they get longer. <laughs> and longer. Like, <laughs> you got it. All right, guys. Well, before we go. Leroy, yes, we wanted to quickly introduce Mike Jennifer Morrison. She's our racing correspondent from Woodbine Racetrack. Um, she's our sovereign award winning journalist. Um, nice that works at Woodbine. The, I the believe you've met picture so small, I had to put my glasses. Look at me, Mike. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Jennifer. Hello, Mike. Well, you might not remember me, but you spent uh, quite a bit of time at Woodbine a number of years ago, and uh, I was always sitting in the Woodbine Club. And uh, oh yeah, you would, up there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you would come in and sit with, and Greg was the bartender, and he still is. And um, you would come up, and we would talk. And I just wanted to say that you are a very gracious young man and a very interesting person, and very nice and. People at Woodbine just love you and just can't wait for you to come there again. And uh, we really enjoyed having you for that short amount of time that you were coming there quite a bit, actually. Hey, that, Queen, <laughs> that Queen's Plate's a mile and a quarter, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, we were, hoping Messi, we were hoping Messier was coming, right? But he's not coming now. Not coming is he not going to come? No, he's not, he's not coming. No. Oh, I, the boys were really excited about about that. That was that's been on the on their on their really uh, for a while. So I'm surprised. Oh. Well, I this is all that I heard. I talked to Donna Barton Brothers, who's the spokesperson for Starlight oh. Racing, one of the co-owners, and she said that he was not coming. So that, oh, no. that's too bad. I and he was probably coming. Yeah, well, you know, I guess things you know can change in horse racing. Well, yeah, we'll see. You know, uh, I think all them, all them three-year-olds will work uh, coming up this Sunday, and they'll all decide where they're gonna where they're gonna run. So, right, I can't believe we didn't even talk about Awesome again winning the Queen's Plate in '97. Awesome again, that's right. The last time the Queen was there, I got to meet the Queen. And oh, oh, I did. Yeah. How, how <laughs> we didn't even mention it, man. And he was a great horse. Yeah. yeah. What a mistake that I made taking off of him later on, man. <laughs> what did he get even with me, man? I mean, well, it's very nice to have you at Woodbine, and um, we hope to see you again. And we, we had lots of conversations there, but it was a number of years ago. And uh, you're you're very uh, you're very interesting and very friendly. I mean, it's nice you to mean, talk well, to a down to earth person. Yeah. Other great horsemen I I wrote one of my dear is you know Roger Atfield who I think yes. man, yeah. what a what a wonderful great horseman. Yes. All the famer just like you, man. Catherine Catherine Day, man, Phillips, man, she's always been so great to me and I almost won the Queen's Plate for her. Uh 
So, man, I, I have some connections still left down there. So hopefully one of them will come up with something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy, we need to get him a ride in the Queen's Plate this year, man. Come on, uh, man. Get, get mountain, Coming man. up in a few <laughs> weeks, huh? <laughs> well, well a little little bit nice. you looking, you're looking to get me fired or something, Brett? Oh, I, I got two jocks. You know that, right? <laughs> hey, I can only ride one horse. <laughs> and you need not have a 20% win average going a mile and a quarter, Leroy. So Mike comes and wins the race. What do you think is going to happen the next day? I need a job. You got him the best horse? You, you might have a new job. I don't know. Ready to head out the door. My wife's waiting on me. We're going to go out for dinner. So, okay. just, all right. Great. Thank you, guys. Hey, just before you go out, Ricky did mess, uh, message me back. He told me to, to say hi to you again. And I'm, I'm doing it now because he messaged yeah, me. God bless him, man. I'll be praying for him. Thank you, sir. Excellent. Uh, Mike, well, thank you so much, Mike, on behalf of the team. Thank you for giving us your time. Thank you. Thank right, you. Mike. Thank you. All the, you all, the the year. all the best for the rest Mike. of the year, Mike, and God bless you, buddy. Stay thank safe. You. Thank you all so right. much. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. Do the same. Bye-bye. Good. All right, wow. guys. <laughs> we got it. And Very Jen good. came in at the last moment. I'm online. I'm like, Jen, where were you? <laughs> we were holding back I'm in front of the traffic. traffic was brutal coming home. I was just like, I'm trying to go in and out of 410, Brampton. I'll forget it. it was just... So how was your day up there, Jen? Yeah, it was good. It was very long. We had nine races, which was our biggest card of the year. But we had like four inquiries. Wow. Leroy, these inquiries went on for like, <laughs> I'd say five or ten minutes each. It was just like insane. Wow. Well, we got done like an hour later than normal, and I was wow. just like, oh, my goodness, get me out. <laughs> okay. But it was a very good betting day, good crowd. I mean, horse racing is doing well in Ontario. Good, good. It really is. That's so. very good to hear. And I'm glad he was still here. Um, well, we pulled yeah, up I mean, as long as we can for you. So kudos to you guys for uh, getting Mike Smith. Um, yeah. That's really a great way to go out on your first – block of uh shows and season one yeah yeah season one and you know what you guys deserve it and you're gonna just gonna go onwards and upwards from here I, yeah. thanks jen i i really hope so <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute where's the piano <laughs> he, sold it. he sold it brad jen the piano, the piano was causing too much trouble man <laughs> It was causing too much trouble. So, this is my humble aboard. This is it. Very, that's very Explain nice. Explain to her. Nice. Yes, I apologize. Explain, for Sean, like the, the picture, huh? the lovely picture above oh. your right shoulder. Yeah, what is that? That's my dad with Nelson Mandela. Wow. Yeah. We have somebody famous in the house. So, you know. <laughs> I like I'm, that. Very I'm good. I'm very low on the um, list of totem pole. That's it. <laughs> that's great what a beautiful photo so you guys had a good time with mike then oh, yes. wonderful. wonderful great we were like kids in the candy store i bet, <laughs> I bet. yeah no, that's, that's super i'm so excited for you guys and you gotta move that show around eh? move that show around on social media we're trying mm -hmm. our best um. yes yeah 
I'll move it to so. So Jared, before before I get into your picks and stuff like that, mm. I wanna I wanna stick up for my jock a little more because okay. that's wanna stick up for my jock because you yep. know I, I felt a little tread in there when my jock was, you know, how he rode that horse and the horse only got beat a length by him, finished fourth getting a beat a length, and he got fired off that horse. So I'm wanna stand up a little bit for him while I'm on the show. Go ahead, yeah. Sean, before I can say anything. This Is he gonna get rehired? Is he huh? gonna get rehired? Well, this is last week's pick, right? We're talking about yeah. Mad Mocha. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you saw how that horse ran, okay? What a disaster. And, and you what saw a disaster. Finish. So, and just look back at his stats where my jock ride him. Where did he end up getting beat? A length. He got beat five lengths, four lengths, and a length. When all the other jocks rode him, I want to really let this up there. The last <laughs> jock that rode him, he got beat 12 lengths. Oh. When he ran in the sticks, he got beat six lengths oh. and 10 lengths, okay? So oh. you tell me who suits the horse best. Well, you know what? And isn't that horse racing for you, right, Leroy? Mm. Isn't that the way it goes? But sometimes our jaws gets fired sometimes for the unnecessary reason. Of course, and of course. That's, that they I mean, get fired for. So I'm just trying to just, you know, yep. hit it a little bit and turn it a little bit on my show here right now. Oh. No, you're absolutely right. You know Leroy's what? I mean, serious. It was serious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was such a disaster last week when Mad Mocha run. Such a disaster. I have it's to stand just, up for my riders, right? Yeah. No, I mean, Sahin Savachi is um, an unsung hero at Woodbine. Mm. He's an unsung jockey. I have and, lots of friends and Patrick riding. Husbands. Well, Patrick, <laughs> of course. We know Patrick, but. And I'm very sad that he's not riding Mighty Hard on Friday. Um, oh. this, that's, that's, that's the politics of the business. We have to do what we have to do, unfortunately. But, you know, we wish all the best for all the horses that participated in the yeah. race. And good luck Who's to riding? Justin Stein. Wow. Yeah. We weren't fired, though, Sean. Okay. Let's just make sure you understand that. We weren't okay. fired. Just what happened? Why, you think the Philly has a, has a chance then, Talabea? Well, she's in the race. Well, what does that say? I'm, that doesn't give us any information. <laughs> Very good question, Jen. I love you put him on the spot. <laughs> she's in the race. Well, she's in the race. I'm going to, yeah, last week was a disaster. Let's yeah. just forget about that. Ted Holder okay. didn't work out. Okay. Mad Mocha was really bad. I mean, really bad. Sahin Zavachi did way better on that horse. But look, we have a huge weekend coming up, guys. I mean, Friday is Canada Day. So yeah. we have, it's not a great card, but we have the Dominion Day Stakes, which is yeah. a grade three. It's a mile and eight with lots of good older horses, including Mighty Heart. And then, oh my goodness, Saturday, guys, there's four graded stakes races, an 11 race card. It's just like mind-blowing, huge fields. Look, at, I have to pick Mighty Heart in the Dominion Day. And I think, I know it's going to be hard for him, but and I don't know that he's still in the competitive juices mode anymore. He's a stallion. Maybe he's thinking about other things. I don't know. You're men. You know. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> but I have to pick Mighty Heart in the Dominion Day. It's a mile and eight. I think that he's going to be third start off the layup. It's one of my favorite betting angles of of any time i mean i love horses that run once show a little bit of improvement second time out and then third time out off the layoff boom so i'm going with i'm going with mighty heart in the dominion day he was defeated by Artie storm and frosted over in the eclipse at a mile and a 16th but i think mighty heart might be able to scamper away from them 
I'm very interested in this filly that Patrick Husbands is riding, Talabea. Her win um, when Mark Cassie brought her over from England was absolutely unbelievable. I mean, it was it was a stunning win. Is she able to beat these guys? I don't know, but Mighty Heart is my first pick of the weekend, and he is number five in the Dominion Day race six on Friday. I like I like your pick a lot, Jen. I like your pick a lot. I know you're a fan, my friend. I, I, wish, I, 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 I wish I was riding him. Honestly, I wish I was riding him. Well, I, I like him. I like him a lot. Okay, but look at Saturday is unbelievable. I hope you guys get a chance yes. to watch all the races on Saturday because there's be so good, many great stakes. It's a good day. It's a day, good for, day. It's a day for, for for a big jockey to shine. It is, and um, well, um, <laughs> so my pick. I, <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this one then. Um, look at there's two stakes races that are for three year olds: the Marine and the Celine. Yeah. And both races are open races, but they also have horses eligible for the Queen's Plate and the Woodbine Oaks. Yes. I like the Marine Stakes. It's not a big field, but I think there's a rising star in there. Which and yes, well, he's, he's, he's thinking about it. I think there's a rising star in there. He's a Canadian bred, Ontario bred. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of, of the rider, but his name is Locke Makaza. Mm-hmm. That's a nice source. Lock Makaza, number three, five, six. Wait, four, five, seven. Lock Makaza was hip number one in the yearling sale a couple of years ago, and he was bought back for 19000 by the owners. They couldn't get anybody to buy him. He's by Giant Gizmo. Wow. Well, doesn't this horse finish second in his debut, and he's won three races since? This horse is on the rise for trainer Julia Carey. And I think he's going to win the Marine Stakes Grade Three and go on to uh, be one of the major contenders in the Queen's Plate. Oh, wow. awesome! What do you think about that, Lee? Right? I think a lot about that. I, I, I like that a lot. But what about the what about the four horse? <clears throat> well, I mean, Ron Dewar is a very small, compact, and I'd be you know I'd be very interested to hear you know Sean's take on this as a horse person. He's a very small, compact horse. He's an off-the-pace seven-furlong horse, and now stretching out to a mile sixteenth, eventually going to a mile a quarter. I don't know if this is a route horse. Mm. I don't know. He's I not mean, designed he's, like a route horse. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, like he's just—he's more—he's built more like a, you know, a little tank, right? Yeah, sprinter-type horse. Yeah, be, I mean, he might be a freak, though. You never know. He might be a freak. He might I mean, Ron Dewar is. Yeah, Katerina Vasileva trained. Look at the women trainers. Julia Carey oh. and Katerina have a, a big hand in the Marine Stakes. So wow. I think it's pretty exciting on Saturday. Yes, great news, man. Yeah, it's great news. What do you guys think coming up Every time I see Julia Carey, she's winning races, man. Oh, boy. Julia Carey is... Um, she's hot. She's a, yeah, she and she's a grandmother, and she's just a down-to-earth... Yeah, fun-loving horsewoman who, you know, she sort of struggled the last couple of years, and then all of a sudden these, this year, her horses, she's getting good horses and good horses. Last year was yeah. a tough year on her, yes. Yeah, and um, she's it's, she's very easy to to cheer for. Yeah. Yes, of course. I mean, very she's a friend of mine wins in Canada too, and I always look out to see how she's doing, man. Yeah, no, she's, she's she's very good. So that's the Marine. I mean, like I said, there's four graded stakes races, but I'm only going to give my two picks. Uh, because last week was so bad. <laughs> 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 
Don't worry, we, we still love you down here. Uh, <laughs> it's you, a day, it's a day for a big jockey to shine, okay, Jen? Oh, oh, easy, I know, easy I know. big boy. <laughs> I can't wait for, to watch. It's, it's gonna a day be... for a big jockey to shine. Wow. That's all I gotta say. Wow. But how many big jockeys do we have? There's a few. Okay. Okay. Wow. There's a day for a big jockey to shine. So okay. only one gonna shine or a few of them gonna shine? That's mm -hmm. why I wanna hear now. We're gonna hear. We're gonna hear something someday. Oh. We'll see. So I keep big. waiting for Leroy to give me like a real tip and I get nothing. I'm not, I'm not, big, I'm not big on that, Jane. I, 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 I know. I know. Talk, Jen, I don't want to do the talking for you. Know me. What, you know what I don't like about Leroy? I, I would watch a race and I see his jock's been erased at 40 to 1 and all kind of stuff like that. And he, and he don't say a word. And he's keeping all, he's keeping all those tips to himself. Rebecca always taught me, let the horses do the talking for you. Yeah. Wow. Come on. That, <laughs> was, that was 10, 15 years ago. We got a show go. now. Stuck with it, man. Let the horses do the talking for you. You know? <laughs> Oh gosh, well, that's great. I mean, I'm so glad for you guys, and um, I hope that we can continue on, and I'll help in any way I can. Um, you, we appreciate that. Kind of we love you. Then you love them Barbados, man. They tell me they love your segment. They love when you come on and your tips, and don't mind that you lose some once in a while, but we still love you. Thank you very much. You guys well, are great. Well, before we go, Jen, we always want to give a little shout out. Oh, yeah. Right. Run with a mighty oh, yes. heart. Yes, All right, Jen. We have it. It's here. You got it now. <laughs> oh, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> no, the other way. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, we want to let everyone. Jen, this early. Yeah. I... <laughs> But we want to let everyone out there know they can go on Amazon.com and do a search for Run With a Mighty Heart by Jennifer Morrison. Um, it's a lovely book. Um, it's great. The horse and is running on Friday. And you better do something on Friday. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to like cancel the book. That's it. That's <laughs> 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 Like I wrote a whole book about you, and now you're shying away from. Yeah, exactly. Hello, where'd he go? He'll shine for you. Here's a question, Jen. You should go and put a one of the books in his stall overnight. Maybe you know he'll. What? And you know it's funny, Brett, because it's you know the other day when I went to see him and he was being goofy and all that, I thought, oh, I should get a picture with him, like you know, holding the book in his mouth or something or whatever. Yeah. And I totally forgot. <laughs> I'll do that the next time, but yeah, yes. he's he's gonna. And it's not. It's it's deeper waters now. It's deeper mm -hmm. waters for him, and he has to step up this weekend or Friday. Mm -hmm. Friday is Canada Day, so I'm already in vacation mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's so good to see you guys, and um, and I know you guys. Yeah, you'll keep you'll keep in touch with me once yes, you get definitely. things going. Of course. Yeah. 
we'll just course, absolutely yeah definitely maybe jen will purposely just have a show for the four of us just to check <laughs> yeah. yeah oh my gosh we could have so much fun with that Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially, I have lots of memories, too. You know, I'm older than all of you put together. <laughs> oh, no, Jen. Come on now. Well, I'm close. You're the <laughs> old one, Sean, aren't you? Pardon me? You're the old no. guy in this team, aren't you? No, no way. No. Leroy is older than me. <laughs> Here we go. Leroy is a model. <laughs> A model um, earlier than me in the sixties. <laughs> I just had my birthday yesterday. Yes, it was. Oh, cool. yeah. I'm not Happy telling you what's happening. Jen. Happy belated yeah. birthday, Jen. Thank you. I'm not telling you me. what number it is, okay? I hope you had a good day. Yeah, it was very relaxing, just easy, you know. I'll I'll yes. probably do a little bit more silly when the weekend comes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you something. I, I, I don't really um I'm at the age no way don't celebrate my birthday now. I think I no. think I think that um when I get this kind of age, you, you don't have much to look forward to. I have lots to look forward to. Uh, the next racing day and then great weekend coming up and helping out people doing great things for horse racing. Yes, like yes. We do that every week, though. We do that every week, so that's something that you know true. we just continue to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we continue to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, from all of us at Journeys, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday! Yes, I love it. That's great. Oh, that great. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. And you got um, that ears up your sleeve, eh? <laughs> <laughs> He's quick, eh? Boy, he's just yeah. got it right in his fingertips. That's why he's the tech guy. That's the tech guy, man. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Look at him. He looks like a tech guy. He looks, he looks real smart. <laughs> the well, key word is, is looks. It's been a pleasure, and thank you for what you've done for us for our show so far, and hopefully it'll continue. And all the yeah. best for the rest of the year with your um, Ajax, and hopefully yeah, thank you. Everything goes well and continue yep, to go well. You as well, you. Leroy. Keep okay. the boys going there. Keep your boys on track, and yes, uh, you know we yes. cheer for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got like I said before. I got my both of my writers are in the top ten now, so I'm even yeah. better. Now, so, which is That's good. awesome. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, I, great. Working hard. Thanks again, Jen. Okay, guys. Jen, uh, we'll Bye. be in touch. Okay. Yep. All right. Thanks. All right, boys. all right, guys. All right. Well, we're wrapping up some of our live visitors on the show tonight, but we got some exciting clips coming up ahead. Yes. But right now, let's go to our BTMI weekly racing report. This is the BTMI weekly report. Report. Our BTMI weekly report for Wednesday, June 29th, 2022 updates you on Barbadian jockeys, trainers, grooms, and horsemen working throughout North America, the UK, and from all around the world. Starting off over in the USA, Barbadian jockey Rocco Bowen scored his 36th winner at Presque Downs last Wednesday, June 22nd, aboard Summer Boss, and returned in his very next ride on Thursday, June 23rd, to win his 37th winner in the United States for 2022 aboard Pollock. Jockey 
where Sean Latchman won three races at Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Racetrack in West Virginia, USA, during the past five days. He won aboard Cheese Louise on Friday, June 24th, and returned on Saturday, June 25th, to win both the first and third race of the day with Royal Pain and Command the Cat. Rishon Latchman, winning his 39th race of the year, is now the leading Barbadian jockey in North America with the most wins for 2022. Jockey Kimar Trotman won a maiden special weight race worth $32,000 aboard Lace Revolution on Friday, June 24th at Charlestown Racetrack. Kimar now has a total of 16 winners for 2022 in the USA. Deshaun Bino, racing at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino in Alberta, Canada, won last Thursday, June 24th, 2022, aboard Bareback Jack in a full field of 12 runners in an $8,000 claiming race. Deshaun now has three winners for 2022 in Canada so far. Barbadian jockey Rico Walcott won five races during the past five days at Century Mile Racetrack in Alberta, Canada. He started off winning on Friday, June 24th, aboard Maria's Song, and continued his winning ways on Saturday, June 24th, with four more winners before the day ended. Rico Walcott now has a total of 19 winners in North America for 2022. Barbadian jockey Siobhan Bell racing at Assiniboia Downs in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. This year won a total won a double on Monday, June 27th with Big Time Gizmo in race number four and then returned in race number six to win aboard Storm Squall. This brings his number of wins in North America to four in 2022. Last Wednesday, June 22nd, Barbadian jockey Rinaldo Cumberbatch won a double on Give a Little in race number five and then returned in race number seven to win aboard It's That Time in an allowance optional claiming race at Assiniboia Downs. Rinaldo returned on Monday, June 27th in a maiden special weight event to win aboard Oscar the Gulch for trainer Alan Brown. This now brings his total number of wins for Canada in the year 2022 to nine. Last Wednesday, Barbadian jockey Antonio Whitehall won aboard Runaway Hurricane on Wednesday, June 22nd, and then returned on Monday, June 27th to win his tw sixth race of the year in Canada with Crowned Royal at Assiniboia Downs. Fafafui is the name of the horse that jockey One Crawford won on on Monday, June 27th at Fort Erie Racetrack. Jockey Crawford now has 10 winners for the 2022 season in Canada. Jockey Christopher Husbands won his seventh winner for 2022 at Fort Erie Racetrack on Tuesday, June 28th aboard Overbearing for trainer Joseph Humber. Barbadian jockey Kevin Nichols won his eighth race of the year, this time 
winning at Fort Erie Racetrack on Tuesday, June 28th, aboard Grand Prize in a starter optional claiming race. Barbadian jockey Jason Hoyt won race number eight at Woodbine Racetrack on Friday, June 24th, aboard Super River. Jason returned the very next day to win aboard Hazelbrook, Hazelbrook in a $100,000 allowance optional claiming race, bring his total number of wins for 2022 in Canada to six. Multiple graded stakes winning jockey Patrick Husbands won his 15th race of the year at Woodbine Racetrack aboard Luckman on Friday, June 24th. He returned on Sunday, June 26th to win his 16th race of the year in the Ballad Stakes with a total purse of $100,000 with Artie's Princess for fellow Barbadian trainer, Safi Joseph Jr. Apprentice jockey Slade Jones won aboard Poolin in OT on Friday, June 24th, bringing his win total to six at Woodbine Racetrack for 2022. That has been the Journey's Weekly Racing Report, sponsored by the Barbados Tourism Marketing Inc. for Wednesday, June 29th, updating you on Barbadian jockeys, trainers, and horsemen working throughout North America. This is the BTMI Weekly Report. Report. Sean all here from Journeys. We're here at the Garrison. I'm here talking with the most famous guy from the track right now. The famous Bunny. How are you doing, Bunny? I'm, I'm happy, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Yes, very nice man. That's why I'm here. Well, 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 well. Bunny, tell me how you got to be involved in horse racing. Well, I, I was a government worker, but how I get involved with the horse racing is that that gold cap there, I bet so you ever see the F. Coburn beat him, beat him or Sabbath. I would wash his car for a whole year. F. A. Wing, he would give me clothes that care for a whole year, but he lost. <laughs> I went straight to Hort Free the next day. You know. I, I, what happened? You, Every time they right. You, you became his. Anyway, you wash this car for a whole year? No, I, yeah, I know. Yes, I lost. I wash this car for a whole year. But I never wash it. I take it out. And drive it both? Yes, please. <laughs> but that's my father. That's my daddy. You know? <laughs> Listen, I first remember you in 1996 when you obviously was hailing for Sir David again and you lost to my horse and you were outside of my house sunken well I would call the word sunken how the fool was going there the other horses and people in gold cups 
I had a really sell. Cali food was so good. But you still invite me in and bring me in. Thank God they did that for me. You got me now. You, you, I'm lost in my thoughts right now. But yes, you became my good friend after that. We, we, we were very close. Yes. But since then, you're now full time to give it to you. Yeah, but you want to leave me. You went down to Canada, so I don't have a friend there at that oh. time. So I had to go down to Serbia. Okay, okay, right. okay. So, me, I want you over back then. Yes. Oh, yes. That's good to hear. Good to hear. But what, what do you do now on a daily basis with horses from here? Do you just help out Sir David? Yes, because they have a pinched nerve. Uh -huh. And they wanted to give up back. His daughter Jenny told me, don't give up holy ones that is, that is very quiet. Uh -huh. So that's what I do now. But look, my little strength now is for Sir David. Right. But he was very good to me, you know, like a daddy to me, you know. Uh -huh. So I give my last strength to him. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's good to hear. I mean, and what are your future plans then? My future plans is to marry the girl that I have. Yes. Got two engagement rings and some to come. Two engagement rings. Yes, please. And how, how soon? This year? Yes, please. This, is this breaking news? Yes, it'll be true before the end of June, July. Yes, they're on the way called the Lady Dance Show us them already. So you will be married by the end of the year, you think? No, I will be engaged. You'll be engaged? But I'm really on a visa to go down by Boston and get married. Well, 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 well. That is a plan that it was always ahead of me. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked to hear this, Bunny. Well, if you, you know, you're shocked, there's no way electric curtains. <laughs> But we all know you're one of the best comedians in Barbados. You you have you have videos all over YouTube. Yes, please. And I, I feel like this is going to be another hit because I, I can't I, I can't help myself. <laughs> you want me? I'm I'm dying with laughter. Okay. Well, it sounds like you want a job. <laughs> well, we really have a way. I'm sitting here talking. I had to go to the hospital with my Western brother. Yes. He followed the tomato tree yesterday evening. <laughs> So I had to cast some clothes for him. <laughs> Thank you. That's an excellent joke, Bob. Um, I also want to say before we go, your brother was one of the best grooms here in Barbados. Yes, me. Very good. Then he went to Canada. He went to Canada. He looked after some of the best horses they have in Barbados. How come you don't have that sort of skill to be such a great horseman like him? Because I, I told you I, went, I was a government worker. So, I get, I you've get, been here long enough though. I get trapped here because I used to work shift. Okay. You understand? So yes. I get trapped here. So when I get killed in 92, I end up here. Which I was I haven't known. left since. No, I'm 33 years going now. Alright, Bummy. Bummy? Sean Hall here. This is the great Bummy. And we are out! Alright guys. <laughs> that boy's so funny, man. <laughs> breaking news. Bummy <laughs> get engaged. When I was doing that interview, he had me... I lost track thoughts so often because I couldn't believe he was telling me these things, man. Could be.
especially the one with his brother falling to matter tree. <laughs> I want to know, Shonda, if you're ever shot again, go down to Electric Company. <laughs> But guys, I want I want to pause here a moment and bring in our friend Sean Hammer, who is a big, huge part of our show. He's behind the scenes. I'm the tech guy behind the scenes too, and y'all pull me in front. But we want to show to all of our viewers out there the full team of journeys right now. Sean Hammer, the Hammer Man. Welcome to the show, man. The hammer man. Hammer, hammer is he does all the videos that we do and all the graphic work, all the video everything. work, but the polishing all the videos. But when we're doing the videos, right? And like these guys like bummy and stuff, show us video, crack it up, you know what I mean? And they can see <laughs> <laughs> what else, what else can I do? <laughs> it's funny, we have a lot of fun, we have a lot of fun. That's what the show is all about, too, yeah, right? But it, it's, when I hear my cameraman David after do, I say, "Wow, that's gonna be funny." <laughs> Sometimes I listen into the mute to, and I see the camera not shake a little bit, but I hear a laugh behind the camera coming. <laughs> I say, "That's Hammerman." <laughs> well, Hammer, I'm all the way up here in Canada. First time meeting you, on on, on I me mean, face to face, and I see your photo and stuff like that. And hey, it's been a pleasure meeting you, and a pleasure having you on board with us. And keep up the great work that you're doing, keeping these boys looking good, keeping us looking good in you. Know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. do, we'll do, we'll yeah. do. I want one of them backgrounds there too, though. So work on that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his yeah. studio, Leroy. That's where yeah. Sean and I get going. That's my studio. Woo. Um, one of them. One, one of them. them. One of them. Yeah. All right. Look wow. at the logo in the background, Leroy. I see, man. I see the guy. The guys, you know, because well, well, top well. notch. Yes, top notch. That's you the know, way to I go. Got, man. I give you. All, I got to give you all the history about myself and Hammer. We go way back. Okay. Way back. We go way back. Come here. Come here. And we were both. We used to sit down side to side, and we were both terrible at school and everything like that. And you know what I mean. And we kept close after we left. You know what I mean. And we're still here. Yeah, buddies, man. And, and when men yeah. when, when, when hear about common mirror, we expect scholars. Yes. <laughs> you, guys, uh, you, guys, uh, you guys were rebels. You guys, you guys were rebels. We are the rebels. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me uh, tell you. But whenever we get together, yeah, for a project, yes, it works. You know, you know, we're doing something. Yeah, yes. we, we, we have gone together. To do some projects before yes yeah. it's true and we were successful and yes. this one now this is, is the, this is the one we going over on this one yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes yes yeah season two gonna be blazing all right we got some nice. stuff to put together Something already more. got some stuff put together ready for season two yes season two gonna be crazy yes. so just you know keep them in suspense just prepare for it Yes, great. Well, we want to let everyone know they can go on YouTube, rewatch all of our videos from season one. There's over 60 videos up there that we've got video clips produced by Sean Hall and Sean Hammer. And Leroy, you've done some great photos for us up in Toronto. We want you to go back out now that the weather is great and the grass is totally green. Take us some 
take some new photos for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of our viewers, we, we've got like seven other videos scheduled to be released in the coming days. So just because we're not going to be live doesn't mean we're not going to be still promoting our fellow. I'm um, still going to be doing some great businesses. work. Yes. I'm yep. still going to be doing some great work. Yep. Yeah, man, yep. We got right. some great videos coming up, man. I think I think we started with Mark, yeah. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, haven't haven't done some some crazy things with that video, man. I mean, <laughs> I don't know where he got the idea to do the stuff he did, man. But it just pops but in my head. It just pops in my head. Oh, that's that's the that's the beautiful thing about it, right? You, you saw it, Leroy? Do you see it yet? I, I I didn't look at all of them. There's still well, Sean, it's not them. finalized as yet. Sean, that's gonna be the one of our first videos on yes. season two, episode yeah. one, so coming I'm out get, July twentieth. Everyone yeah. can I'm make a bookmark. I'm just getting the people ready for it, man. From uh, now, <laughs> it's a very interesting concept called the starting and as the start at the starting gate. Right? Oh, okay. starter. That's okay. That's the intuition from yeah. our man gotcha. Sean Hammer. Gotcha. Yes. The yes. starter. Smart. Yes. The starter will start, start. season two. Yes. yes. Right. Correct. Guys are onto right. something. Guys are onto something. Yeah, you think me just sitting down here twiddling our thumbs, Leroy? Sean is this and don't drink it. Sean is this and don't drink it. Juice or tell me pissing yeah. me off. That's why you got to refill. I love refill that cup. He took it out of the bottle and put it in a cup. And man, Sean, you know, chill so, cup. Sean, I can tell say, man, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be very nice to you right now. I just like, man, what's I want that kid? Just give belly eight, man. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> a sweet belly eight. It'll be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Garvey's sugar cane juice. Yes, yes. Thanks, Garvey, for yes. making me look sweet. <laughs> well, guys, while we're on here, yes, do you want to go through some of our comments because we got a lot of loyal viewers listening to us? Yes. Um, to start off, we had somebody saying hello three days ago <laughs> on our chat. Wow. But since we went live live today adrian johnson all right name, adrian thank you that name sounds familiar david world sounds like a combamere guy oh oh combamere maybe yeah. oh we got we got Good adrian johnson the and then the mirror right. guy that was in the um was in the cadets i think he's a writer oh if that's, the same, if that's the same person ah and Marlon Price no, said Marlon. good night to all. Marlon, triple crown, triple crown winning groom, man. Uh, if people's chat to you too, Marlon. <laughs> Sharky. Henderson Yard, I in the dance, King. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Henderson. That's our famous, that's our famous chef. Okay. Henderson. John Mark, good night, John guys. Who's here? No, I buddy? saw this comment when marnie was on but i didn't get to pull the trigger oh big yes, money marnie Marianne, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny <laughs> and our friend rodney barrow good night guys sean share the juice please <laughs> thanks G thanks rodney thank you rodney <laughs> I want to know where Sean got this juice from. Uh, yeah, I want to know. We, we was together this morning. 
I don't sure. worry, Paddle. And yeah. I, I ain't got no juice, but it's sure juice, juice. juice. I don't know. And he might see your friend. He might see where school you use your friend. And you think I'm hoping to tell people they invite your friend. Especially for the show. Okay. <laughs> That's why. Okay. Leroy, Leroy. Uh, yeah. We going on strike. Okay. Unless Sean stand oh, sugar cane juice July 20th. When you get your sponsorship juice. Yeah, sponsorship juice. Yeah, sponsorship juice. But only one more getting it. Yeah, keep it for yourself for self. Well, everyone, I'll see if I could. Send some up to you then. I would okay. All right. I just need a little. I just need a little bit. That's all. You're trying. Ru I, Rupert, I, th I think Rupert's still in Barbados, so you better send a little up for me. I will talk to my man, my and see what yeah. we can do, man. Leroy, that's that's make you swim up. down here for some more, boy. <laughs> well, you man, must swim down. If that's the case, then <laughs> who's Ian Douglas? Greeting all. That, that's my main man, Ian Douglas, man. That's, that's Herbless there. He's the guy that keeps yeah, yeah. the top guy. Top guy. Okay. Yeah, top man. Okay. Okay. Charles. Yeah. That's his name, Charles. Yes, he is. He is top wow. Wow. He knows his stuff. Yeah. I, I look at our girl, Marianne. Sean, Marnie, yes. and I should come down to Barbara to show you how to take the horses. I, I, I second that motion. That's the, that's one of the only things I, I I'm not good at right now. I need to I need to learn that because it looks good. Uh, come on down. Come on, come on down. <laughs> Isn't a commercial like that? They say, "Come, oh, that's the um, the, the game show." Yeah, the game yeah. show. Come on, price is right. Price is right. You want people to come to Barbados, so we just tell them, "Come on down." Come on down. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's bright eyes, Tony. This guy's yes. a he's a pastor in New York. Okay. Sean, you, you know him, Sean. Even when we had you were a right sailor, drum and all that, he was with me. Okay, okay, okay. I, I brought him into the game. I brought yes, him into yes, the game. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What's going on, boss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Money Husbands. My husband's oh, okay. Oh, oh, Henderson's getting Corey Smith. Wow. Smith. Yeah. Big boys, big boys. He like he like the big riders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Terry. Terry husbands. Yeah. That's Former his champion jockey at Fort Erie. Yeah, yeah. How are you going, Terry? Yeah. yeah. That oh, is your boy, Leroy. Man. Is that okay? Yeah. He, he also asked, I guess he was saying Mike rode Taiba in the Kentucky Derby. How was the ride? We didn't get yeah. to talk to Mike about that. Yeah. Yes. Well, we really, you know what? I, I think we know news white Mike wisely tonight, you know, for the to, for the youngsters especially, right? I know he did mm -hmm. a lot of great things for horse racing and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. You know, but to, to spread the word out there for the youngsters that were trying to get the message to it was very wisely how we, you know, it, the, the show went. So I was yes. really happy with that. You know what I mean? I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's what we want to do, right? It's to, yeah. to teach and, and let yeah. people learn some stuff. Yeah. I like to hear the stories of these guys when they're talking and yeah. tell them how they do their stuff. You know, yeah. I, I love that. I love to hear A lot of the youth, they things. think is they get lucky and they just sit back and everything yeah. falls in your lap. I'm like, yes. nothing ever falls in people's lap, man. Yes. They work hard. They look after their bodies, their fitness. I mean... Yes. I mean, I've heard stories of LeBron James and like he was saying, um, Tom Brady, mm -hmm. Mike Smith. They're all legendary for a reason, not mm -hmm. per chance or by yes. luck. 
So we want to inspire all the youth. Like, like you said, you don't have to go out partying all the time. Stay mm -hmm. home, stay focused, do your research. We don't have a racing form in Barbados, but you keep replaying those videos and watching the races. Mm -hmm. You'll pick up some tips that some of the other guys won't. Mm -hmm. And you heard Mike Smith there. He was saying, like, in this day and age, we got video cameras left, right, up and center and everything. Yeah. So use YouTube and all these videos to benefit yourselves yeah. and stay one step ahead of everyone. Yeah, you know, it's very important. And our man Kevin Marshall says they would like to see Mike ride in Barbados. <laughs> um, I don't know. If I that don't will think happen. that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: if you get a champion of champions, kings I versus don't queens, that's gonna how happen. could could that oh. be? <laughs> kings versus queens. We've already got Emma Jane's. Emma Jane and Chantel committing to coming down yeah, for a Kings versus Queens. Could we get a... They're a lot younger than Mike. <laughs> Mike. And Mike might teach him a thing or two, Sean. Mike just wants to come and watch Mike the horses Mike swim and maybe swim with a horse or yeah, two. Yeah, I think he will come and swim with the horses. That's about it. Get but Mike. don't mind. We still want to invite him down. I, I don't think so. I think Mike watched the races and... Yeah. Yeah, uh, me and Mike, Gary Stevens, come on as far as just trying to keep it through. This kid, man, I want this, uh, this kid, like, he eat, drink, sleep. Have you ever met this kid yet again, Sean? You no. ever get a chance to meet him? No. Man, he, he hides behind the scenes, man. Yeah. got to come out, man. Hammer, we got to get a video of him, man. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a we youngster need to that get comes on the show that, yeah. yes. that's so knowledgeable yeah. about horse racing. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, that's He's it. 11-year-old. 11-year-old. Next wow. place, there, man. We can make a wrongs wrong the, we, we can make some wrongs around the um the outside, the outside. Yeah. And I sure I gotta find him somewhere out there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And talk yeah, to some people. We gotta stuff. bring him on, man. We gotta find him somewhere, man. This, this kid knows a, a lot. He knows a lot. Yeah. Probably comes from a family of people who follow horse racing, or you know, people who work around the horse racing or something. Yeah, he has but some. He's just too man, knowledgeable, kid, man. Whoa! Listen, he—he's the second Barbados to win a race in Australia after me. Oh yeah? Yeah, man. I, I haven't seen him for a while though. I don't know if he's in Guadeloupe right now still, or if he's in Australia. But glad to see him. What's going on, Wesley, man? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good guy. And this is interesting. A lot of people don't know, but Mike Smith had the first call on cigar and he gave the ride to Jerry Bailey. Wow. I don't want to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Well, could be. And John Mark said one of the best was Chris Antley who went down yeah. the wrong path. May he rest in peace. Mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of good jobs going the wrong path, man. It's easy for them to go on that route man that's it seems that way so this is when we we're wondering if mike was gonna come down and watch the gold yeah. cup yeah but like he said every saturday in march and april yes yeah, this is supposed to be my recent correspondent in florida and i don't hear from him man what's going on <laughs> kerry <laughs> give me a call give me a call brother <laughs> Yeah, that's too, it's too close to, to the to me, man. To me, the first week, yeah. 
for those guys that are playing. I mean, we're, we're blessed and lucky to have him on our show tonight, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I agree. You know I mean, and hopefully it can lead to better, better other other guys too to get up, get them on because I like to see them. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. So, Thanks, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where's our other two guys hiding tonight? Chris and um, Tyler. I send them out the the meeting, let them know to come on air, but we didn't get a chance to bring them up before, seeing that it was season. One episode twelve. We were hoping to get them on. I think they're sleeping. They're sleeping. Yeah. yeah. They're getting old, you know. You're getting old. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this Godfrey. <laughs> that was a great show. Mike was great. Thanks, and fish. All fish there. Yeah, man. Rule number one: Don't bet with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about? Was he, what he's betting with? I don't know if he was talking about Jen or I don't know. <laughs> but it's a good rule. You don't bet with your heartstrings. Bet on the stack. <laughs> All right, Gary. Hi. This is the one that can go by Kevin to see season two. Oh, man, you're going to be in it. <laughs> you're going to be in it. This is my chief rail bird here. <laughs> my chief rail bird. Bradley, you're gonna be in it, buddy. Trust me. <clears throat> I like how you put hey, I, I like how you put screw face in that part there with uh <laughs> listen, screw face, man. Listen, trust me, sometimes you know screw face is just putting yourself in. Screw face <laughs> in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. Things that you can do with technology today, I man. I thought I had a screw face. I thought I had a screw face till I meet screw face. The real screw face. <laughs> but remember, Sean, on uh, Facebook, you know that um, Sheena, Sheena baseball tournament in yes. Toronto. You yeah, remember they, they were all posing. Look. They yeah. had a man that looked. <laughs> yeah. He was like screw face too. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a real good. He's a real good baseball player. My guy. school face. <laughs> my school face had he. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't close. Hammer. Passed by fabulous barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> he making fun of your hair? Who, who needs a who needs to Sean needs a haircut? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. And so we talk about. You see how much hair this boy got on top of yet? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Come me around. Uh oh. That that Tyrone Harden wife, man. Oh okay. She went to Carmelo. Of course she went to Carmelo. Oh. Of course she went to Carmelo. <laughs> How you take she get so knowledgeable about horses? Oh, all that we teach at Common Mare, all right? I know Sandra went to Common Of course, you went to Common man. Wow. Good night, Lamar. Paul, oh, what's going on, Paul? This is, you this know, is. You know, Paul? Paul, I used to work for Tino. Of course. Okay. I don't see him. I don't hear from. Him. I used to hear from him a lot, but not anymore. Yeah, man, Paul's still there. Okay. And our guy Hugo. Hugo, what's going on, Hugo? Yes. Awesome again, Queen Split, ninety-seven. Yeah. Talking about it. 
Whoa, thank you. Wow. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank wow. you. And we want to make it better too. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. We make it better. Any comments out there? Who's this? Oh, there's Paul. Paul. Oh, there's Paul. There's Paul. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, just any any comments that any 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 constructive criticism that we you guys have out there, we're willing to listen to because we will definitely want to get better. Me better Is this one of your horses that you used to ride? Yes. You don't know that fall off of the horse? Correct. I fall off the horse. You might lose his snow cone money. <laughs> Is it Chrissy the one I put that, that I posted on, on Facebook? But I, huh? I had it on Facebook one time, oh. yeah, man. I had to, I even got pictures of my phone there, like, with it coming down like a, I don't know. <laughs> you might only lost yeah. no, you only lost no money, though. Yeah. Sean, we were talking about that this morning. This, what is yes. Yes. Oh, Fabian, Fabian, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I, I don't get up the stairs, man. Fabian, Fabian stairs is enough stairs to go up, but I get my car washed. <laughs> I still get my car wash around there. Ah, but listen, joint. guys. This this is the comment of the night. I still don't believe that guy is 11 years old, man. Honestly. Man. <laughs> this kid. I don't have to kid is 11 years old, man. I still ain't believing it, man. No, I can I can tell you, right? I can tell you something, right? Like, yeah. being around the, the garrison, like, on the pastor side, like, when mm. they had COVID and you had to go over that side, I realized then how many youngsters are really into horse racing. Like, the police had it cornered off. You couldn't go on to the, go across to the track side. Yeah. But when a race was running, mm. you just see these youngsters come from, all over and just run to the tracks. It was so much that the police couldn't even get them control. And then I realized a lot of the youngsters in Barbados follow horse racing and follow it's it. With I, I, like it's amazing. Did I did I talk about this last week with the kids? Did I talk about that? Okay, no I can't remember. Kids. The school kids, the school yeah. kids on the bus. Okay, I talked about yeah. that. No, you're supposed to mention that today. You said but it. You said you text us. You text us, but you Sean. never told us on the show. Yeah, I, yeah. This is I a great catch, story, no, I, guys. I catch, bus, I catch a bus. That's my means of competition. I was busting it as usual. And these two young primary school kids, they can't be. They, they were not even ten. And they said, "Excuse me, sir, you're the guy who do interview people on, on YouTube." I said, "Yes, sir." He said, "We watch the show." Wow. And we subscribe too. That is the part. <laughs> <laughs> that, that had me really dive a lot. You know what I Yeah, but then the next day, a few days later, I was talking to David Murray. You know what I mean? Who the who's the um vice president of the Barber's Turf Club? And I was just trying to pick his brain about some stuff. Yeah. And a group of youngsters passed, and they're all of that you want to get in the view on the show <laughs> you know what I mean? so i mean these are young kids man they're not even 10 11 yet you know what i mean and it's good wow. to hear 
we are kind of um have kids so young yes. wanting to yes to talk to us and want to be on the show too you know what i mean like mm. i got even mad men you know what i mean mad <laughs> men who want to be on the show you know what i mean that, that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah mad men because you know what i mean they don't talk to me but they still want to be on the show you know <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I know I heard it. I know I, I know I heard it already. You more welcome me for that show to work out for that show. Show us that. Can't find it. See what Henderson Yard says. Was that skull duggery that looked like an easy winner, Sean? Yes, and sir. Don't wait, Mister Hall. <laughs> They're not going to tell you all that. Tell us the story, Sean. Tell us the story, man. Man, I want to relive it. All right. I come out the gates, and the saddles start going left, right, center, all over the place. All right. I want to get the score. Is there a fight for long race? Seven, nine? Five. Okay. Ronald Burke was the trainer. Right. Yeah, he never told you the trainer. And he blamed me for bringing... I brought back some gear from Australia. He told me to bring these... Little bunny girls that serve single and that ain't fit the horse properly. So what happened was from the time can we get I I was just like normally the saddle was just going up and down like this and then it just kind of locked on the side but my foot was all the way down and one was all the way up. But I hear the story already. I was comfortable though, Sean. I was comfortable. <laughs> you know I mean I had it under control and I still so to pull up the horse and and kind of like you know. I'm a little crazy, so I, I went with the crazy side. I said, I'm going to go with it. And what happened was everything was going good. The horse crews up, was coming outside, everybody get ready to win. And I figured, well, my foot is all the way down here. I said, I can't, I just want to make myself a little more comfortable. So I put some weight to try to straighten the saddle. And it just meant all the way around no, all the way around oh, i mean i remember i remember seeing i was seeing the sky first <laughs> i was seeing then the people in the stands <laughs> and then all of a sudden i saw the great big green monster eating me up <laughs> and i think a horse behind hit me in, the, in my head and kind of um i saw a picture that had the, on the video you can see i was conscious but i don't remember being conscious i i the only time I remember was being in the, the ambulance. And when I, I remember going to the hospital, I remember put my hand, I had a big, it took about 14 stitches in the back of my head. So I remember feeling this warm thing coming down my neck, you know what I mean? So I kind of put my hand, and when I look, it's nothing worse than seeing all blood. You know what I mean? It kind of like, it woke me up, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it woke me up, and I was like, damn, the blood, you know what I mean? And I think by the time I saw it bloody, I was like, I was ready to go home. You know, I was like, all right, I'm good now. Oh. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I took 14 stitches in the back of my head, and wow, I don't think I've ever been the same. I think I'm, I think I forget a lot of stuff from that low to the head, and I, you know, it got me a little crazier, and um, but I'm good to go. Okay, all right, thank you. Well, we got Lisa Love. Thank you. Little cutie, that's Ricky's daughter, right? Oh, Ricky, that's Griff's last daughter. Oh, man. Oh, okay, 
Sure. Thank you, Charles. Charlie Streets, man. That, no, no, this guy here now, right? Uh-huh. This guy, Charlie Streets, was one of the men when I used to surf, you know, I couldn't swim. And he was one of the guys who saved me all the time from drowning. The entire gun is trouble. You know what I mean? Him, Sean, I, I want to ask you a question. There are two guys you are him surfing, and but you can't swim. Yeah, I did it all the time. But <laughs> That was after that horse hit you in the back of your head and you went a little crazy, right? Had crazy. to be. Had to be. I got crazier after that. <laughs> no, that was a, that was 82. Do you know what stopped me from surfing when I went to Australia and sea sharks eating people and stuff like that? That's <laughs> when I <came> out. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. So you know what you know what jaws before? Well, that didn't really turn me by. Many went to Australia, so I like my rail. Then every uh-huh. summer, somebody get picked off, you know. Uh-huh. Racing scene live. This yeah, is this another show. Thanks, thanks, my brother. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, thank you, that's thank right. you, good, thank yeah, you. I, I I think he will ask me one time about your services, but I don't know. Oh, this is the same guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was admiring your great work, Sean. And. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to post this as yet, but Paul Williams gave out Leroy's new telephone number. <laughs> new? I don't know. I You guys say Paul Williams. Leroy's new phone number is 234 <laughs> whatever, whatever. I'm like, is this your number? Leroy, should I delete this comment or? That's gonna be Paul. That's gonna be Paul's number, man. Paul must. Paul must just send your number. His number to, to Leroy. Oh, okay. Because uh, did you want the number? I mean, Leroy, write this down. Send it privately, then. Don't you can do it privately. I can do it privately okay, right now. All right, go ahead. I think write I should it delete. Write it down and yeah. I'm gonna it send it to you in WhatsApp so oh, that. Okay. 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 Yeah, I, I used to talk to Paul all the time, man, and then I sent him messages and stuff, and then he back from me. So I thought something right, was so wrong. So he don't send you his new number, man. That's okay. all he's doing. Send his new number. Was. Okay, because I used to talk. Okay, to I didn't know. I didn't know if this was a number that we should delete from our show. No, no I think Paul, Paul, I need it. Because I used to I, talk to him all the time. We talk all the time, and then I just like one on. And uh, our gate was the horse that Mike said one of the fastest horses he sit on. This horse died early on Hammer. He was a really mm-hmm. good horse and he died, you know. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we didn't get to see the best of him. So yeah. So Paul's listening, he says no, it's his yeah. number. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I need it. I need it, Brent. I need it. I, need I, it. I sent it to the group on WhatsApp. So thank you, Paul, for oh, man, touching Paul, base man. and listening in. Yeah. The friend of us, yeah, for years, he's, guys. he's one of us. We were right in school together, yeah, in the 70s. All right, guys. Well, let's okay. show one of our last videos before we head out. This is a great place in Barbados. We encourage everyone to take a trip to Fedrica's Barbados Rum Shop. <laughs>
Sean Hall from Journeys here. I'm here with Taffy, the person who runs the business now that his mother is not here anymore. This is a place that many of us as youngsters used to come to. Tell me how this place really got to be a center of the garrison, the whole garrison community. Yeah. Well, from, from 73. Yes. You are here. Uh-huh. And like, like anything, so all the jockeys, my mind had no like jockeys from over by Gwen. Yes. So then when she came here. Yes. All the jockeys and the grooms and everybody started coming here. Right. I started coming here most probably from 78. Mm -hmm. My father used to bring me here. I used to have breakfast. That's right. I got older. Yeah. And was living just down the road and there. Still coming. I was coming all the time. Yeah, exactly. I used to eat my dinner here. Exactly. Still coming. <laughs> and I'm still coming now. Still I'm an old man now. Right. I'm an exactly. old man. Still looking good. Oh, like, thank you, Tom. Still looking thank good. you very still much. Still looking good. Still. But this is a place that I bought. I would have brought people like Laurie Severe, all those type of guys. I think Gordon Coburn would have come here and too. The, the guy that uh, you called me to down the train every Monday to walk up. Me. Which one? Um, Rambino boss. Oh, I'm um, Sangster. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. 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 How can yes. I forget that? Yes, Rambino boss. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Right. We, we, a lot of great people are yes. Yes. right at this table here. Right. And I'm so happy to see that things are still, still going, still going yes. man. Exactly. But thanks for speaking to us. Thanks. This so is Sean Hall. This is Journey's show. And we are out. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I cut off before Ria Mark. Grant. Yeah. Journey. Oh, all that funny, Sean. Jeez, oh, bro. I got one of the first phones ever. Listen, my father must have used that phone there already. <laughs> <laughs> That phone got me real old. Uh, when I hear the floor ring, I look right. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to put the camera on it. <laughs> I had to put the camera on it. I said, me. I, I, it looked to me that Hammer thought that the phone was just there. Yeah, but I thought so. You know what but I mean? When I hear the ring, you, you know how people has got modern phones with that old ring on it. So yeah. I thought that that was the case, but it, that wasn't the case. The phone was but working and functioning. And in my answer, it is the business phone. It's the business but Leroy, phone. this is the talent of Sean Hammer to yes, all our yes. viewers out there. Yes. Who, um, those are the ideas. That's Hammer laughing behind the camera again. <laughs> but all that great work. Oh, you guys have, you guys have no idea like, how much fun we just have up here. Yeah, but the thing about it was the phone rang and it, and it kind of it interrupted you. The the interview? Me, I, said, I thought that the interview was like messed up because damn, the phone nah, rang. You nah, know what I mean? Like, like, you know? I'm going to pull it back. I'm going to pull it back. I'm going to pull it back. Yeah, I'm going to use that to end it. But I just kind of, you know, I, I just went straight to ending it and the hammer just went to the phone, to the phone and, and then and, yeah and great man it's still it's still good enough yes yes yeah. he, he's a nice guy and that's a nice shot that's a that's yes. a good little spot to to touch by you know yeah yes. I, think my father, I think my father probably carried me there already because he said he and he and my dad were, were good friends yeah so i probably 
My father probably carried me there when I was young, but let me tell you, it's one of my spots now. It's one of my spots now. Yeah, that shot, let me tell you. We have enough and skates and yes. nah. bread and tools in there, boy. Enough. Bread and two with cheese, man. A lot of jockeys get heavy in that shop too, though. <laughs> 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 I know what? When yeah. I was training horses in the 90s in Barbados, I used to live just down down Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm electrical, just a top electrical player. And I used to walk up there every day for ham, gutter, pork, gutter. It was my... It was my spot. Yeah, you go to spot, man. It was my spot. But talk about that there. You may was watching the pictures. I saw um Harry Springer when um one of his brother's horses and then Aiden Springer walking in the horse and stuff with the bell bottles and the afro. That was Aiden. Yes. Harry Darren Dan. Yeah, oh that's Darren Dan. That okay. was Darren Dan. Yes, okay. You understand? The guy yeah. has a the guy has a history there <clears throat> on the walls, man. Yes. I'm telling you, man. Serious history on yes. that, on those walls, man. The picture there with, with Patrick, Charlie Jones, Charlie and Ben Richards. Dennis Richards. Then you have Ben Richards and Delon Samuels. Yeah. And a lot of other pictures with, you know I mean, Lawrence in the Canada and that sort of stuff. So it's like a... Yeah, a lot of good writers and pictures in that wall, yeah. man. I'm telling you. Wow. Yeah. Really nice. Go on to tell our viewers, Sean, about the people that you've taken in there. I think Gordy Coburn and yeah, but even Gordon, Sankster went in there. Yeah, I took Sankster there when <clears throat> that was just wrong. The time when Rambrino was good, he came up to see the horse one morning. Yeah. And we went, you know what I mean? I always try to, back in those days, we always, that's a plot, we always take people, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So anybody who's anybody would have gone to yes, Rodriguez shop with us because yeah you know is he doesn't he doesn't open the back like one time but one time that was just you know, he goes straight to the back to eat you know but now these times now we don't really open up the back too much okay but Sankster went there I know Gordy I, I see Peter Gaskin all those guys got pictures in there Gordy that kind of stuff and Gordy, Gordy and Peter always you know that's close guy and guys close right yes yes yeah, yeah. so you know anybody who's anybody back in the in the 90s would have gone there to eat with us. Welcome, on, Peter. I haven't seen Peter. Peter, like he missed our show tonight too, man. Yeah, you guys get it all and tired, man. Yeah, know? Edwin, Edwin Weeks, I ain't seen night. All these guys weapon on season finale. Everybody giving up on us, man. Yeah, Is he yeah. season one <laughs> finale? I'm gonna have to have to give them guys a piece of my mouth tomorrow, man. You might, might probably watch it later, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sean, more. how about you introduce us to this next video with Nippers? Oh dear. But Nippers, tell us about Nippers. My Nippers is is a brilliant horseman. I mean, I, I I've worked with many great horse people in my life, but Nippers, he's one of a kind. He, yes, he's, one he's of a kind. different man. <laughs> I mean, he's so into his horses. I mean, when, when when these horses I had before that I've been fired from came in. And I give Nippers the opportunity to say, but it's a good thing because they're all gone now. So he might have had a sense that something was wrong. But I said, Nippers, you got a few horses here that are not really very good. You know what I mean? Some of these horses are pretty decent, you know, just, you know, you got to come. And he refused. He said, I ain't leave no, none of my horses. And, you know, it was, cause I have a feeling that she had knee problems. She had two chips in the knee, had the next one that just not very good. And never said he ain't leaving, he won't give up none of his horses. So he's committed to what he got. 
and he's gonna laugh with them till when well, they're done you know what i mean <laughs> but he has a lot of birds too you know what i mean he's a bird guy i'm yeah. about we met there i went to work this morning he tell me trainer one of the finches got away last night oh no and he got it he hold it back i mean it got out of the cage it went flew all around the place and came back to the barn to the wow. to the room yeah. and he held it and that was wow. last night about seven eight o'clock at one time right sometimes they always find these birds loose around the track and they come around the area and they had this love bird and you know you know how the the doors for the for where the rooms are yeah the bird went right over like the door and i was standing away from nippers like and nippers was sneaking up and he just averaged where the bird was <laughs> and man jumped like a basketball player I didn't know he could jump so high. The man jumped and grabbed this bird off the roof. Wow. The one jump. Wow. And just, but you know, the bird <clears throat> obviously bit his hand up, but he just took the bites like a man, man. He just took the bites and put the bird in the cage. I mean, that is all things I see him doing with birds and that kind of stuff that I would, I would never do. But mm. okay, we have a well, called tour guy, you know what I mean? It goes everywhere with nippers. So, yeah, it's crazy. I think this this video might actually show that bird. Of course, yeah, he, yeah. He's with him. Let's take a look. Sean Ole here from Journeys. I'm here with my main man, Nippers. How are you doing, sir? I'm very fine. No. You started working with me a few years ago when I first got a horse called Newcastle Clipper who was a little, a little crazy and I needed somebody who could set her down and you were the man so you, you seem to have the, the you were the horse whisperer of, of the racetrack here Barbados man how do you do it? I just give her a little job not attention I stay with him just be cool I can with him very good. You seem to have a lot of birds around. You're known as the bird man. For a long time. For time I'm working with the cheese and the Yes. What's the reason for all these birds around the horses? Yes, just keep them a little company. The whistle and keep noise like normal. So that's, that's, it suits the horses, the horses more relaxed. Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yes? Wow. Uh, well, what else? You, since you, 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 you're not only a bird man, you're, you're known to be an animal lover in general. All kinds of animals. Goat. Goat, dogs. That's a poor ground already. Just ran again with a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a poor ground. Everybody see that. One of the gate then. Yeah. And just that is the love of the animals. How long have you been around the horses though? Working on one. Young. From young. So this is something that you you always dream to, to work with horses and that kind of stuff. You it's something you always love then? All the animals. All the animals. Or or, or you would have gone in a different direction if horses was wrong. You probably yeah. Yes? Just an animal guy. I could I probably would have gone down the road. Which road? Down Black Rock. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't black frog. Yeah. Well, 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 well. I, I didn't expect that one. Yeah. 
<laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, I tell people all the time I'm crazy. You're a crazy guy. Yeah. But you know me as that. Yeah, but for me, I, I, I have a lot of love for you. Yeah, yeah, I don't see no craziness and nothing no. like that. You work well with me. We get along well. You treat my all the horses that I mean you treat horses that are not really much. You treat them like they're kings and queens, man. Yeah, that's joy. You love the animals. Yes. So it doesn't matter how bad they are or what. You just show them love. Just get into the head. I hope you should teach that to some of these young guys here because, you know what I mean, there's no love from some of those guys when they have bad horses. Oh, uh, these youngsters, there's no, there's done already, so I don't get to them. Yes. So, so you're trying to say that they know all, they know everything? They know everything. But, but I, I would think a, a guy that you who's a veteran would want to pass on some of your knowledge. Yeah, but you guys don't want to listen. They don't want to listen? You so, serious? Yeah. You guys don't listen, man. So, so, so this generation of guys are guys who think they know everything and, and you can't pass on anything, yeah? The young ones. The young ones. Yeah. Well, well, I'm sorry to hear that, Mr. Nippers. But I'm very glad that you were talking, you talked to me on, 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 and give me a nice interview. And this is Sean Hall. This is my man, man, Nippers. And we are out. Some technical issues there, guys, to just finish up. What, what about Nippers? Well, as I said, Nippers is the man, man. Nippers, all I can say, he's a great guy. Love any kind of animals. Any kind of animals. It's, yeah. it's great when he's working with horses. He's second to none, man. Second to none. And not easily distracted when he's working with his animals. <laughs> Add in that. Add That's that good. in. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Good, good. Correct. He's a great guy, man. Great guy. Good horseman, everything. Richard Hart. Yes, Richard Hart. Now, How would you introduce veteran. this one, Sean? He's a he's a veteran horseman. I mean, he's been around. I remember Hart in the seventies when there was a youngster coming to races, looking after horses at Boston Blackie and Long Trump. And I remember when they went to Trinidad, Mickey King used to ride both of those horses, if I remember right. And, you know, and he was, he'd been wrong with Garrison since 67. I mean, Lord, that's a long time. He's History. Not really, yeah, he's not booming horses right now, but he does a lot of work on, um, he works with the Barbester Club now, you know, doing a lot of handy work stuff, a lot of stuff like that. But, you know, he's still a, a veteran horseman. Once oh, a horseman, always a horseman, man. You know? And that's what we're promoting on our show. Yes. So let's take a peek at it. Sean Hall here from Journeys. I'm here with veteran rooms. Even though you're not working with horses right now, but I remember you from when I was a youngster, even before I was riding Boston Blackie, Long Chomp. Those horses went to Trinidad. Winner races here also, of that's course. Right. Tell me how you got into the business, sir. 
I started about when I was seven years old. Seven? Yeah. Coming around, coming around in 1967. 67? Yeah, 1967. I'm born in 66, boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming around in 1967, the older grooms, Boogley and Mac Taylor, Javert, and you know, all the other old grooms, Paddy Kirk. Yes. And there was the old guys really teaching me the old proper. Great. And you left here and you went to Trinidad. How long do you spend in Trinidad? I spent a couple months down there with a long time. Uh -huh. We ran a race out to back. Well, the biggest thing I know what you are known for, you were the first Barbian groom to win the Gold Cup That's with right. Ricky Griffith. That's right. Think his image. That's right. Tell me about the feelings of that. Well, Bill Marshall, he, he told me since 1983 mm -hmm. that we will win the Gold Cup in 1984. Whoa. I was wondering, like, with who? With Think his image. Oh, okay. How, how, how we get our work out. Yes. But then... Because she wasn't even the rest. No, she was a, she was a reserve. A reserve, she yeah. The, she got in the Friday. Yes. And the way he was working her with Rasta Roy, mm -hmm. I knew that once I get in that race, she was not lost. Okay. She was working too good wow. to lose that race. Wow. Uh, I hope it was that moment, man. How long? Uh, that was so exciting. I couldn't even... When my daughter interviewed me, I not a word in common. <laughs> 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 yeah. My daughter... Oh, my kid, if you really can't get a word away about what. But after that, I've also seen you in Canada because yes. you were in the same barn as me and I saw you every that's day. That's right, that's right. How, how was your experience in Canada? It was very well. I won 15 races. You won 15? Yeah, I won 15. I, I didn't really groom anything that, you know, was outstanding. Yes. I, the best probably thing I did was go over Tom Ron. Uh -huh. I won five straight to him. Wow. Otherwise, yeah, well, I won groom at a horses. I yes. called a card, a card is brand. Yes. And um, uh, Phil Gracie. Phil Gracie, okay. Yeah, and um, I tired a little bit. So you're well known among yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, Canadians. Yes, that's they'll, right. They'll see you and they'll know who you are. That's right. That's yes, right. That's yes, right. That's great. That's great. Right. That's great. Yes, yes, that's exactly. great. Uh, you, you, what, so what are you doing now? I work in the still Club right yes. now. I'm working and keeping the jockeys safe. Somebody play for long. Yes. Yeah, I, that's my job. Now. Yes. Make sure that horses and jockeys safe. Pass. Everything. Well, let me do something, man. I'm so happy for the service you've given the Barbados Surf Club and horse racing in general because you are one of the veterans now. And this is it, man. This is yeah. Sean Hall. This is Hart. Richard Hart. Richard Hart. Richard Hart. Yeah. Right, Richard. We all call him Hart. That's it's Richard right. Hart. You want right. to get your name right? Get, get, get it yeah. up here. <laughs> <laughs> and we are out of here. We yeah. are out, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. And there's a groom that's going way back, man. Yes. One of, one, of, one, of, one of the veterans right there, man. That's a real, real veteran. That's a serious veteran right there, man. I'd I, I be having some talks to some people that track there, and they were saying we should speak to um, Second Sinclair. Yeah. He oh, was um, old, Second's got to be up there in age, though. He's 95 years old. What? Wow. Yeah. And Ooh. he's still sharp. So, Sean. Yeah. We, got, we got to hook up with this guy. We got we got to track him down. Wow. And I think he'd be great to talk to, man. But I, I, I don't think he's a guy that we... I think... When you're when 95, I think he we got, to, we got to have a show. We can't fit him for five minutes, man. No, we can record a lot of stuff. I think we're going into season two. We got new things. We can make some longer recordings. 
So we will make it happen. I mean, that's exactly what the show is about, recording yeah. the history of those people that, wow, he's 95 years old. I think he might Man. be last of his generation still around. You know, that's what we're going to talk to this guy. Be. Ask him about some questions. We want to pull out all of the Venice Richards stories and even further Richard, back, right? Those guys have seen everybody. They've been seeing everybody. The generation before us, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at 95, that's he's old. He's gotta be the only one that's still around. Yeah. 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 And something you see him, you know, he walks up and down the road, he keeps himself fit, he looks good still. It's amazing. And he's still out there strolling and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. At 95. You gotta yeah. get him on for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's the guy. Him. That's the guy that, that y'all were talking about the other morning. Yeah, that's that's okay, right. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, second yeah. still around. Wow. That's it, man. I'm shocked. That's it. Well, guys, yes. we want to wrap up season yes. one. It's been a great yes. show with you guys. Thanks yes. to all of you. Thanks yes. to our sponsors. The Barbados Tourism Management Marketing Inc., Barbados Tourism Man Management Inc., the Barbados Turf Club, and mpequine.com. Mm -hmm. And we want to send out a big thank you to Jono Jones mm -hmm. for being our first episode on Journeys. Yes, he was. He was very grateful and shared us. And he just returned recently with his father, and yes. Slade Jones. So that was great right. for Jono. The great Sandy Holly was episode number two. Yes. Rodney Barrow, Chantel Sutherland, the great Joe Hadid from Trinidad, yes. Emma Jane Wilson, George Hosang, mm -hmm. Godfrey Griffith. That was a great show, Sean, wasn't yes, that? That was, that was brilliant. Um, Winston Wilkinson, Darren yes. Gauchy from Down Under in Australia. Oh, Thank Australia, you, Darren, man. for yes. making time for us, for yes, Leroy, Sean. Myself and sure, behind sure. the scenes, Sean Hammer. Yes, sure. And the great Charlie Jones. And I think there was no better way to finish off this season than with the great Mike Smith. Money Mike. 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 <laughs> uh, yes. Money Mike. Um, we look forward to asking all of our listeners to please send us some comments of who you would like to see on season two. We've got a number of interviewees lined up already um but we hope to add to that list with all of the comments from our viewers who do you want to see on our show are we going to some canadian trainers like kevin attard eureka rosa de silver bob tiller um give us your ideas and suggestions people let's maybe go into the states what about bob baffert and some of the greats that mike smith was telling us about can we get them on our show? Surely we can do so, guys. Of course. That we want to get get a little bit into the show jumping world and stuff like that, too, to give yes. everybody a little bit of favor of what we're trying to do here also, yes. guys. So yes. not, That's a great idea, Leroy. Yeah. You'll get into some show jumping, dressage, eventing. Yes. 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 You know, there's there's um, excitement on that side of the field, too. Yes. We well, can talk about all, about all of them, man. Yeah. It's all about supporting our equine athletes, yeah. right? No matter right. what discipline you're involved in, we love the horses. We're horsemen yeah. talking with other horsemen. Yeah. Full stop. We had a girl that worked for Reed Baker Galloping, which is Kelly Lister, that she was very close to getting to the Olympics, but she got hurt. Wow. wow. And she used to gallop at Woodbine, and she was mm. very close to getting to the Olympics and show jumping. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, I heard too. Yeah. So, guys, I'd also like to say to our viewers, even though we're going to go on a short, short, very short break, it's going to be short, but stay connected. Subscribe, follow our pages. You know, Absolutely. On Instagram, Twitter, we on everything. Just keep in touch because we still posting stuff yes. every day. Yes. We might not do the show, but we posting stuff every posting day. Stuff. So keep connected. Share with your stuff. friends because it's going to be a lot more fun. Yes. That's we're excellent. Going, we're going from season to season to season. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to get We've got a number of improvements better. and enhancements we're going to make to accomplish in delivering a bigger and better broadcast production to you in two weeks' time. So that's July 20th. Listen out, stay in touch with us. Um, if you wish to sponsor our show or run any suitable commercials that mesh with our live broadcast based in North America, Canada, and Barbados, please be sure to let us know at your earliest convenience. Um, our sponsor time slots are kind of getting filled rather quickly due to our success in season one. So be sure to contact us so that we can make you a part of season two. And from Sean Hall, Leroy, Sean Hammer, myself, we thank all of our listeners. And I'll let Sean Hall and Leroy, you sign us out. And let's not forget Chrissy Griffiths and Tyler Gaskin, yes. please, because they're part of our show too. Yes, Leroy. Absolutely. We got some great videos from Chris and Tyler. We want to encourage them to get out there and let all of our listeners and viewers who want to be a part of our show or who have stories to tell. Yeah. Contact Chris, Tyler, Tyler, Sean, Leroy, myself, and even Sean Hammer. Maybe someone wants to hire Hammer's job, man. <laughs> you got some graphic work we need doing. I told you I want to get something out there for totallybarbados.com. It's one yeah. of our um, our sponsors and myself with totallybarbados.com. So we are part of promoting the show. Mm-hmm. Leroy, I might have yes. got you a new job if you want, man, with Mike <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> says you might get a new job. <laughs> you guys really looking to get me fired now tomorrow Here's about him and Patrick yeah. says, "Oh, Leroy, so hey, you got a new job now, man. You don't need us no more." Yeah. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you one of your jobs come to you with that tomorrow. How much you want that? That's only Patrick would come with me with kicks to yep. me, though, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. I can, I can see Patrick has this doing that tomorrow. Definitely fun of it. Leroy, bet yeah. two bottles of canned juice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Herman. Yeah. I like that. If you win, you're happy. If you lose, you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> you you, like, you, like, you, you Sean, keep it up, man. You keep it up. Thank right, you. Guys, let's go. Let's go behind the scenes. All right, here. guys. Thank you, everybody. And thanks, right. everyone, again. And God bless everybody. Yes. God bless All everyone. Stay safe. Yes. Thanks for supporting Journeys, the talk yeah, show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And we are out. We are out. And 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 we are out. <laughs> and we are out of here. We yeah. are out, man. Yeah, man. And we are out. <laughs> Live from Barbados. This is the journey. journey. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll be back. Journey.